Hey, kids, please cooperate and do your part in keeping this theater quiet so everyone, including you, can enjoy. Uh, it's a, well, it's a sad day. I, yeah, I, I agree. Very sad day. Uh, after the events of the snap, the snapping, the snapture, the uh, snap, snap, Thanos, we snapgate. Yeah, uh, three of our friends uh, turned into dust and uh, disappeared. Yeah, they did. It was uh, it was a rough day for a lot of people. But the point of this podcast is, you know, reversing the snap, getting hold of the uh, in- Infinity Gauntlet, and I believe you did get hold of it and have access to uh you know you're able to snap and bring them back yeah which is true so let's see who we get back here with the first snap it's todd well oh my god welcome I, I, welcome I, it todd i i so i'm back i so wish it wasn't todd first <laughs> that hurts all right, but ready? Todd, I mean, Todd is our is our uh, podcast expert, I think, on all things Marvel. Yeah, he, sure. He's probably the top guy. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah we will see. All right, ready? It's uh, it's snap time again. It's Adam. It's Adam. Wow. I'm sorry, Dadam. <laughs> Dadam. Excuse you. <laughs> guy is back guy- from the snap. Did you guys ever wonder, like, what you would have been doing before Thanos snapped? Like, what you would be in the middle of doing when he snapped? We could talk about it. i just like to throw it out there. That's something to think about. Yeah, I mean, it almost... I think at that point, though, you almost fall into, like, the like the leftovers. Yeah. That deals a little bit with what you're doing right before you get snapped away. But, hold on one second. I think we still have power for one snap left. I don't think this is how the snap works. <laughs> well, one whole half of my body is burned away. So I think I got one left in me. And it is Nikki. Hey. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Nice. Okay. Wow. Muted. Yeah. 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 These intros have been hey. awful. Guys. Guys. You didn't give applause. us any prep work. We, uh, what kind of prep work can we give you? I don't know, but one thing I will say, after watching the movie a third time, I really paid attention to them snapping and realized how, like, dumb of an action it is. Yeah, but I mean, it's, 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 it's canon. It's from the to snap with, like, a giant metal glove on? I don't know. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we're, di- we're already diving. Yeah. We're diving deep into it. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is... We are, we are taking a break from our our first cue the banter miniseries uh top episodes of television to talk avengers endgame yes um and we have three special guests uh todd angelus adam venor and nikki maxwell uh to uh join in uh you know it's our second this is our second episode where we have guests and we decided to just have three on at the same time so it's the as we've led up to this we've talked about it as being the greatest crossover in cinematic history yeah i mean this is pretty close to endgame and infinity war and the first avengers and it's definitely better than age of ultron though yeah i'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit (laughs) (laughs) 
That's all. Yeah. all Todd wants just one show where you don't even talk about one single thing. It's just hot takes the entire time. One after hot the other. Takes. You don't even get to back it up. Just give me. Just keep them coming. Rapid fire. So everyone, right? Like, yeah. Every everyone here has seen the movie multiple times, except for me. And Adam walked out five minutes before it ended his second time. Had to be really bad. Nikki has yeah, seen so... it three times. I and think so Todd has Todd. too. So Todd, you I... Nikki and Todd. Yeah, Nikki and yeah. Todd have seen it three times. Adam has seen it one time and <laughs> one and uh, what seven eighths? Yeah, one and seven times. eighths I, times. I think like ninety eight percent. Five yeah. minutes I, I don't... into a three hour movie. I, I, I didn't. Right I didn't now. want to think too hard on the fraction there. Oh well, we're gonna think. Okay, I've seen it twice. I've only seen it and... one time. Uh, I will be seeing it again coming up though uh, in IMAX for the full experience. It IMAX was insane. Yeah, yeah, it was incredible. So obviously, everyone here has seen it a bunch of times. Uh, Everyone around the world has seen it. So it's it's opening weekend gross was three hundred and fifty seven million dollars. Two hundred and fifty seven million one hundred and fifteen thousand and seven dollars. That's just domestic. So it's, dom- it's insane. Domestic, you know, now is uh four hundred and fifty two million three hundred and fifty one seven hundred and eighty six dollars. Now, when you factor in foreign with it, I mean it's it's it made over a billion in the opening weekend. Where does that like yeah, where rank? Does it, where does it bank. rank? So when I was in Austin, it was on Sunday during the day. We were at a uh, we we're at a bar, and at that time on Sunday around two o'clock, it was the 18th highest grossing film of all time. <laughs> and it's opening That's weekend on opening weekend. Opening weekend, yes, it broke the top yeah. 20 opening weekend. And it has incredible like as we've as we've uh, noted like. Everyone here besides Nick, of course, has seen it multiple times. It has a rewatchability, so it's ju- it's going to keep making money for a while. Yeah, I think uh, it's. I know I I've heard some like uh, you know Star Wars coming out at the end, so that's only going to have what eleven days in the year. It's supposed to come out like the twentieth of December, I believe. Right. Um. So that's not going to beat this. I have heard the take that the Lion King will beat it, although I don't believe it. No, I... I, I don't think it'll break the internet. Yeah. Nobody's flying up anybody's butt. This this literally broke the internet. It broke it. That's true. When I was going to see it on Tuesday, the theaters were so full for, like, the entire day. And even when I was seeing it, there were barely any seats left. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's so, um let's see, hold on, real real quick. So it says uh total lifetime gross worldwide as of right now is one point six billion. One billion six hundred and sixty four million one hundred and fifty one thousand seven hundred and eighty six dollars. I could use some of that. Yeah. yeah it's, um so Nick, how did you manage to avoid spoilers? You saw it what, Monday? You saw it Monday night? I saw it Monday night when I got back from Austin. And it wasn't spoiled for you? No. Even though you looked up stuff about the movie, that's impressive. See, now, I, it was actually, it was uh, it was Pat who, uh, it was like a post on Instagram or somewhere that was talking about how much money the movie made. That was yeah. it. That was all I saw. 
I, I just like I saw it Saturday morning, and I was like on for all Friday, and up until Saturday afternoon, I was I'm like I'm off the internet. I didn't open Twitter. I didn't open Instagram. I didn't open Snapchat. I left group group text just to avoid any sort of chatter about it. It was it was a nightmare, but you left group texts. Yes, he left group. I actually. Had, yeah, I had Nikki remove me from our group text. Really? I was like, just remove me. Who did you think like, was spoil it? Matt. Well, I, I didn't. I, Nikki's like, well, Todd said, yeah, or Todd, but Nikki said Todd. Well, told chill Matt that. Not to say no, chill that. Hot take. And I said, I I thought of it as this. It's not that I don't trust people not to spoil it. I would rather just keep it in my own hands, whether or not it gets spoiled. I'd rather take any sort of uh, measures, if whether they be drastic or not, to ensure that no one. Spoils it. I went to the movie theater. I was nine thirty on Saturday morning, and I had headphones in until the trailer started. Okay, so that's what I was just gonna bring up. Is as me and uh, former intern Kate were walking up to the theater. I was like, I swear to God, if there's fucking people that saw it earlier and they're talking about it, I don't understand that. Don't stand in I... the lobby of the movie theater and talk about <laughs> the movie you just saw. Leave the movie theater and then talk about it. You, yeah, you, so I, they didn't see the only always. showing of the day. You know, theaters right. should put signs like that. Although, uh, I the only time uh, when I went to go see the uh, the Dark Knight Rises, I went to go see in, in IMAX in Cherry Hill. Theater was packed. There was no empty seats, and I remember we got there kind of early, so like we weren't sitting directly in front of the screen, and there was a lot of chatter. I mean, it's nowhere near the level of like think about it, that's 2012, so. Twitter, all that isn't as involved as it is now. And I remember being so frustrated with hearing people say, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. It's like, just shut up and watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. I um, I heard a story about someone going into the theater and a little kid was coming out of the movie crying and talking about uh, a big moment in the movie. And we should say, if you're listening to this podcast, there's going to be spoilers. I, I hope you wouldn't listen to it if, you know, you hadn't seen the movie yet, but... So, I um, mean, even... He, actually, similar kind of story, which is, this is a spoiler for The Dark Knight Rises. Um, okay. I had seen that movie. It was still in the theater, and I think we were going to see it a second time. And I remember standing there, and there was a younger kid, and his parents were like, hey, do you want to go see The Dark Knight Rises? And he was like, no. Batman dies in that movie. And I was like, this fucking kid is out of control. <laughs> like, at the movie theater, as people are buying tickets to see the movie the opening weekend. Yeah. Nikki had a take of her own that said, uh, Nikki, would you like to share what that take was? Uh, can you give me more context? Uh, Nikki said that small children shouldn't be allowed to see a movie until it's already oh. been out for two weeks. Wow, hot take. No, yeah. If there's like a huge blockbuster coming out, especially if it's going to be a three-hour movie that you're seeing at seven o'clock on a Tuesday night, you should not have your young child there who's going to be screaming the whole time, I'm bored and crying. Yeah, you got to punch that kid right in the mouth. If that happens, then like, first of all, don't bring your kid. Second of all, if you do bring them and they're that obnoxious, then leave the theater. Yeah, don't ruin it for everyone else. Ruin it for yourself because it was your fault. Okay, I decided to have kids. Yeah, did anyone else have any like horrible movie go theater goer experiences with Endgame? I had two bad ones in both movies that I saw. I had 
a really I bad one. I did have a really bad one. I had it a was really, only the last one. Yeah, I had a bad one for Infinity War. Really, like, really bad. What was it? Infinity War, there was, um, I don't know if you guys have ever been in the theater in Brick. Of course. Mm-hmm. We were kind of, like, in the middle where, like, the those, like, reclining seats are kind of spaced out. So there's, like, a little bit of space, and then to the left, there was a guy, and um, I think we were in, like, the wheelchair, like, aisle. Like, that was what was separating us, the spots for uh, handicap seating. And there was a guy that was on his phone. It had to be full brightness for almost the entire movie. Oh, Jesus. And at some point, then they were talking about who the people in the movie were. And it's like, <laughs> why are you at the fucking movie? And oh this was the gosh. night it came out. And um, I remember at some point, someone threw something at the guy. <laughs> he was like a big meathead, this guy. Someone threw something at him. Then the guy stood up oh, during the movie and said, hey, what do you got a problem? Like he was he was shocked that his phone on full brightness during like the most anticipated movie of that year that like someone was annoyed that he didn't understand it. Damn. And which Adam, the, what happened? It's it's, in yours? it's terrible. Yeah. Well, that's insane. The last one I went to, it was right next to me were two like teenagers, like definitely dating, and I was next to the guy, and then the girls on the other side, and like. You could tell the guy, the guy was super obsessed with the girl, and he would, like, roll over and, like, cuddle with her over the seat. And, like, everything that happened, he, like, turned and looked at her, like, oh, my God, can you believe that? <laughs> and, like, the girl full-on was, like, crying and wailing, like, out loud in the theater during certain parts. <laughs> like, when certain characters appeared, she was like, <laughs> yeah, It was, like... It was too much. You know, it was I, uh, way too much. You know what? This is like, this, I can't believe I put this out there. So, we, no more teenagers at movie theaters. Yeah, either. neither. When, when I went to, when I worked at the pizza place with intern Kate, there's a bunch of people were going to the movies to see one of the Twilight movies. Oh boy! I think it was this. What's the, what's the second one? New Moon. Probably you have probably the most expertise. No, on no this one, franchise. no one, no one else knows. Nikki, come on, help me out here. <laughs> I'm gonna say that sounds wrong, though. Uh, I, I don't think it's right. Or it could be Eclipse. No, you know it's one of those. Yeah, it's the moon. Whatever. It was either. It was one of those movies. Thanks, so we, Nikki. So we go, we go to, yeah, no we go to see this movie, and uh, when the movie started, there was no audio, because the the movie theater in Manahawk in New Jersey is the worst pile of shit movie theater <laughs> I've ever been to. Yeah. The screen size is too small. It's way too high. The seats aren't comfortable, and I don't think they've mopped the floor since it opened in 2002. <laughs> so the movie starts, and there's it was after no... was 9-11. Give him a break. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> so, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> so there's... Is this your first 9-11 joke? So... I'm the <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So <laughs> there's, there's no sound. And I'll never forget. There was girls, they were crying. That there was no audio for the opening scene of this movie. And some girl got up and screamed something like, fucking start it over, and ran out of the theater and never came back. Oh, my gosh. Adam had to tell the one movie theater to turn the volume up for The Last Jedi. Ooh. Did I? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and Howell. 
And how old does this get? Yeah, I remember. You know I remember what's sad getting is that I've done that multiple times and I couldn't remember which time it was. Yeah, I remember getting so because I like with Star Wars. There's that huge moment where the scroll starts and the oh, music true. plays, and I was so yeah. like, I remember when Force Awakens came out. I was like emotional when it first happened. It was like awesome, and then this time it happened, and I was so ready to for like the for that part to like punch me in the face, and it was so underwhelming, and I was like, oh my gosh, that like, yeah. <laughs> started over. <laughs> um, started over. You never came yeah. back. Yeah. Although, um, I'm not going to lie, I, 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 I really appreciate you telling them to turn the sound up. Well, yeah, that's I, awesome. I go to yeah. movies for a reason. I want the full experience. So what do they say when you ask them to turn the sound up? Oh, it's always some dude who's like, oh yeah, I guess, yeah, I'll go find somebody. <laughs> yeah. You know. Now, for me, with with Endgame, I did have a a moment that was almost it almost completely ruined probably the best part of the movie. Okay. Oh, shit. Um. So, and I I don't know what that is, but uh, <laughs> sorry, that's my daughter. <laughs> um. So when when all the Avengers are coming back, and they're coming out of the portals, and then Cap yells. Avengers and some a hole in the no. front row yells no. assemble no. before Cap no. gets to look yeah no, I and then there was I'd luckily out there was like a fucking refund yeah there were there was a like a little bit of a pause and then Cap said it and then everyone sort of cheered so like it kind of made up for the moment but it almost completely I was like I need to see this movie again just so that doesn't happen I don't, like I don't understand like the like some movie going like etiquette. Like no. I don't, I don't understand some people. Like uh, I, another, like when I went to go see the Revenant. The, have all of you guys seen the Revenant? Is that no, negative? but like I one? am not going yes. to. So, so like the no, no, like the opening of the movie is like this really kind of quiet, calm. Like it's gorgeous coming through like this snow-covered forest. And I remember as it was happening, people were still having their like, oh, the trailers are on conversation. And it's like, just because the fucking movie's quiet doesn't mean it's time for you to talk over it. Like, this is the actual movie. It's quiet for a reason. And I don't, I don't, I just don't understand that, like, need to keep talking and talking and talking. It's like, no, if the movie's quiet doesn't mean that you can start having a conversation. It yeah, means the movie's oh, supposed gosh. to be quiet. That, yeah, that blows my mind. Although, actually, I don't know if you've ever told the story on the podcast. Since we're talking about Marvel movies and theater-going experiences, Jared, I want you to tell the story about when you went to go see Black Panther. <laughs> this is this is great, and it deserves to be on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to figure out tickets for uh, – I, I was living in uh, Virginia with Nikki, and we had – I was going to see Black Panther. She, I believe she was away in Australia. So I was going to see it by myself. And the service in that place is so bad. This is when I had movie pass. So I'm trying to check in. It's not letting me check in. And finally, I get the check-in so I can use my card. And I try and click on uh, one of the seats. And it's not letting me. And then I click on just testing it. I think I clicked on like a handicap seat. And it said, like, you can't use this. And then I clicked on something else. And what I'm assuming was because I was running late. I think at a certain point they allow the seats next to the handicap seats are blocked for people who are with people who need the handicap seats, I guess, until a certain point. I clicked one, and I, I, that was like those were the best seats available. I tried to get it, couldn't get it. End up clicking a seat and just swipe my card, go through. 
not really like kind of rushing into the theater. I go up and I walk to my seat and it's a handicap spot. (laughs) So there's no chair. (laughs) So I'm like, Oh my God, I got a handicap seat. Like I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. There was the seat next to it open. So I was like, let me just sit here. I sit here. the, The trailers are going. Okay. Okay. Someone comes up and says, Hey, that's my seat. So I have to get up and I go to another handicap, a seat next to a handicap seat. And sit there, and I'm like sweating. I'm like, oh my god, am I gonna be able to make this? It's like, okay, the movie's starting soon, so we're good. I'll be fine. Someone comes up, says that's my seat. So I'm like, oh god. I get up, I go to like by the exit. I'm like just standing watching the movie, and I'm like, let me check the front row. I check the front row. There's like a seat in the middle, but it looks like someone is is sitting there, but like had gone to the bathroom or got food or something. And then I find a seat all the way to the left. In the front row, so I'm perched up watching Black Panther for the first time, like facing sideways, <laughs> looking up. Oh man! And I was like, okay, I gotta come back and see this movie again, where I can actually see what's really happening. Yeah, but, that's like the worst. The worst seat at, it has to be front left or front right. Well, yeah. Todd and I, I, I was saw maybe like Endgame two or three like seats, in. pretty close to the front, right, Todd? How close? Did you yeah, but you're like second it wasn't. Row. It wasn't terrible. Wasn't I think terrible. what we saw a quiet, a quiet place was worse. A quiet, a quiet place, place is, is a terrible experience. <laughs> no, no quiet place slander, Nikki. So I think he... <laughs> I meant the seats. So Nikki, what movie do you like more, A Quiet Place or Bird Box? I didn't see Bird Box, so I'm gonna go with that one. All right, you're muted. No, it's bad. So <laughs> oh, that was that was just disrespectful. <laughs> she said I didn't see the movie, so I thought she was gonna be like, I'm gonna go with A Quiet Place, and she still picked Bird Box. That's why she was she... anarchy. Yeah, she just got yeah. snapped. She just got snapped. Should we should we maybe Point. talk about the movie? Am I actually muted? Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're not anymore. Ah. All right, so uh, Avengers Endgame, is... uh, the much anticipated follow up to Infinity War. Um, how'd you guys feel after Infinity War? That was Fuck. the most excited <laughs> I had been after like any movie. I think. Yeah. That was yeah. It was like, first of all, like you never see anyone lose right in a superhero movie so it was like like you know things are going to happen in this next movie it was like immediate hype for endgame yeah i agree i mean i I, you always hear that's like oh uh the snap at the end wasn't really effective because you knew that there was like a lineup of movies coming and i'm like okay you have to suspend the fact that like reality exists for a second do you know what i mean like it's like you're in the movie just take it as it is in the movie I've I've always said about Infinity War that it's not about who they lose. It's always about what the people who are left will have to go through because of what happened. Yes. And I thought Endgame perfectly followed up on that. There, I think there was actually I think the original plan was to actually get end the movie with Thanos getting the stones. Yes. And then the next movie really? would start with the snap. I I'd like that they went the way they did instead. Yes. So. Um... So, like, yeah, obviously you understand. It's like, um, oh, okay, look at, oh, there goes there goes Spider-Man. And it's like, wait, well, isn't a movie supposed to come out in, like, a year and a half? So, like, I get that. But, I mean, for, you know, I like the end of that movie. I like how it's they completely lost. I like that they're defeated. So it kind of gives you time of, like, oh, yeah, exactly that. How, how are they going to bounce back from this? So then we fast forward uh, just about pretty much a, a year exactly, if I'm not mistaken. To yeah, it was like March and yeah. April. 
to endgame. And uh, endgame starts... What is it? We got, what, three weeks after the snap? Uh, yeah, I don't know if there's an official timeline. Yeah. I, I, I think it's about 20... It's 23 days, I think. Um, I yeah. believe they say that Tony was missing yeah, for 23 days. He says... I think he says in his... Oh, it's been 21 days. Oh, sorry, 22 days. Nice little shout-out to the fact that before this movie, there was 21 Marvel movies. Now there's 22... Huh? You see that? That's, yeah, that's cool. good. That's called cinematic knowledge. Are you on IMDb you trivia? You on the pod? No, I just. I'm not. I'm on. I'm on Wikipedia currently. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, but you get like, um, I think one of the things, um, that I, from this first little opening, of this movie was like people were right. What you saw in the trailer, like ninety percent of it, you see in the first fifteen minutes of this movie. Yeah. A lot of it's like yeah, them like just talking about it, their their grieving moments. Um there's a couple clips of I guess like the final battle that they show, but but yeah, most of it was early on in the trailer, which I was excited about because I didn't really know where the movie was gonna go. So which I was is, able to go in there with like a clean slate sort of Yeah, this is one of the things where like I watched the trailer and that was it. I didn't watch it again. It was kinda like one of those I'm only gonna watch it I'm gonna see it no matter what. Right. Let me just watch it rather than, you know, I didn't want to watch it and notice something. Like, oh, this, you know, I think this is going to happen. Let me just go in with no idea. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, you get um, get Captain Marvel real quick. She comes in to save Nebula and and Tony. Um, And they would, you know, rejoin the, who's left? We got Black Widow, Bruce Banner, Steve Rogers. Thor. Rocket and Colonel James Rhodes. Yeah. And Pepper Potts. I mean, yeah, and she's, Pepper Potts. She's not really an Avenger. She lost her chance to be an Avenger at the end of Iron Man 3 when she was glowing orange. When she was what? Glowing orange at the end of Iron when Man 3. When she was 3. hot. She was literally hot. <laughs> oh my gosh. God. Um, but yeah, so they, they what they they come back or uh, Captain Marvel shows up when Fury disappears, and then I guess they send her off to to find Tony, and she comes back, and they're sort of figuring out what to do. Uh, they find out where Thanos is, and they they go they go after him. But there, I mean, there's also like there's a cool moment, you know, Tony and Steve. You, it, they're still very much at odds with each other, especially like obviously. Uh, Cap isn't really thinking about it much, but Tony is like pissed off uh, and still very much angry at him, and he like he, passes out. Yeah, he's like it's because he signed them bitch ass Sokovia Accords. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, but I mean, one thing I like, one thing I like. Yeah, about... what's all of our take on the Sokovia Accords? Let's talk <laughs> politics. I hate it. <laughs> I hate every second of it. What? Yeah, we should. What team are we on? Team so Mike? I know I'm Team Cap. Nick's um, Team Cap. Yep. I'm not a pussy, so Team Cap. <laughs> Who's the other team? Iron Man. If we're yeah, talking Iron about the, if we're talking about the Accords, then yeah, Team Cap. But Iron Man was definitely in the right to be pissed off. No, well, like I said, I was, like I was trying to say, um, yeah, definitely in the right. Tony, it's definitely like something that they've touched on in Nick's favorite Avengers movie, Age of Ultron. Ugh. Tony wants to create a shield around the world, 
that's I mean, very much what it his... end game too. Well, yeah, yeah. So like they they bring that back up, and that's very important to his his arc throughout the the entire series. Um, he, you know, he kind of gets PTSD from the events in New York and the first Avengers, and wants to sort of prevent anything from happening. And he's pissed off because that was his idea to protect the world, and Thanos came and beat them. Um, yeah, but so I, he's. I, I mean, even like you know, he was pissed about when he meets the lady at MIT. She talks about her right. son who was killed during you know in the events of Civil War and everything. But I mean, like, just based on those accords, he was like, I, yeah, I don't know. It was like let's ha- let's hand this let's hand a group of superheroes over to the government. Right. Let's hand him over to William Hurt. Yeah, with William Hurt with hair. Doesn't that guy usually not have hair? <laughs> yeah, he usually does not have hair. <laughs> I don't trust that guy with hair at all. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Um, but yeah, so they go they go to the garden, this planet that Thanos decides to retire to. Which is which is insane. Also, that it's like, oh, what Thanos do? It's like, hey, he's he's retired. Yeah, but it's very much in tune with the top, like the comics. Like they have his, I believe there's an image in the comics of his like armor. It's called like the Scarecrow of like his armor perched up on the thing. Yeah, they, they gave have that. And... They gave him. It was almost like you know the the classic um, gladiator hand going through the wheat field of Thanos picking fruit. Yeah. Which, which, and, which I real like. Real, I think this movie, like, as far as you know, like the Marvel movies, all kind of have like a similar look to them. Yeah. As far as like color, like sometimes they can be flat. Right. I thought this one looked pretty good, though. Yeah, this one, this one popped pretty nicely. There's a couple throughout. Like, I think Captain Marvel looks good. Guardians of the Galaxy has a good look to it, and this one has a has a good look. Yeah. To it as well. Um. But yeah, so they show up and. Yo, they they absolutely destroy Thanos. Yeah, because the guy's and, making I mean, he's very, the guy's making like a salad. Yeah, he's uh he's very much weakened too. Like half of his body is is burnt up, and yeah, when they cut his arm off, that was like, whoa! Like they're they're beating him pretty early on, and at that point, you're watching it and you're thinking, what the hell is going? Like, where is this movie going? Yeah, like what is this what is this movie gonna be? Yeah. Which which is um. Which I really liked that aspect of it, of, you know, of, like, okay, his arm's cut off, and he's kind of like, oh, I snapped him again, you know, that's it. Oh, I destroyed the stones, that's why it nearly killed me. I did what I had to do, here I am, and they cut the arm off. And then Thor uh, goes for the head. Yeah. It's like, Uh... and I'm like, hold on, so the stones are destroyed. They don't know, you know, or, you know, they don't know whether he's lying or not or how to get him, where they would get him. And Thanos is dead. Like, that's your your 15 minutes into the movie. Yeah. I it, really quick. I also had a lot of people laughing at inappropriate spots in the movie. Oh, that's the, and, the absolute worst. And when Thor cut the head off and said, you know, like, I went for the head. People laughed at that. I was like, that's. That's like one of his saddest moments, right? Like he was the savior of the day and he finally lost. And now he's like finally finishing what he started or whatever. And people right. are laughing yeah, at I mean, it. She, it so yeah, upset. he was clearly traumatized. Yeah. Yeah, Thor was not in a good spot. No. 
It's also interesting to look at that scene and think about it from the Avengers point of view. You know, they're on the spaceship going out there and they were probably planning so intensely for this, you know, sneak attack up on Thanos and they execute it perfectly. You know, they sneak up on him. Captain Marvel grabs him. The Hulk grabs him. They all swing in, chop off the arm and they're like, boom, we got it. We did it just to have rocket flip over the hand and be completely disappointed. Yeah. I think, I think what a lot of people were expecting is they were going to come into this movie and Thanos was going to beat them again early on. And then they were going to come back and maybe beat them, beat them at the end. Whereas in a way that was kind of true, like they, they killed Thanos, but not before they have another defeat on their hands. They lost the stones. He destroyed the stones. It's too late. Um, there's a lovely little shot of Thor walking out of the house and it, as it blurs, that's one of my favorite shots in probably the entire MCU uh, with like the sad music playing. But this was, they very much, yeah, they killed Thanos, but they very much, this mission was a failure. Yeah. So they, they get defeated. They still got again. nothing out of it. Yeah. Um, which it goes, screen goes black and five comes up. Yeah, I was like, no way. Hmm. Yeah, and it takes a second to give you the five years later. It just is like, five. too long. And I'm like, what? And then it was like, years later, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> five hours later. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> because you're, you're, okay, you're like... They took a nap. All right, good stuff. Yeah, you're like, there's no way this is going to be five years. But then you're like, five months later? That seems like a weird... Like, you wouldn't need it. Yeah, you wouldn't need to show us that, really. Um, yeah, five years later, they, you know, they show the decimated world like earth is like the mets haven't played a game in a while yeah the the only normal thing is that city field is still empty (laughs) yeah (laughs) all the mets got snapped that's pretty crazy yeah what are the the odds yeah Uh, Thanos was a yankee fan yeah the the odds are pretty high yeah the same as a hawkeye's entire family getting snapped oh yeah oh my god we didn't even talk about that that's where that movie opens yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. so back to the start of the movie (laughs) <laughs> that's a good opening. That's yeah, good I, opening. that's kind of ex- exactly what I expected yeah. the opening to be. Um, sort of to balance with what I absolutely did not expect was them jumping five years. Which, you know, uh, like, no Hawkeye in Infinity War. Right. And poor Jeremy Renner also wasn't in Mission Impossible because he was originally scheduled, I think, to be in Infinity War. And then... In the end, he just made it into neither one of those movies. Wow, I didn't actually, I, I, I didn't know that. That's yeah. I think there was insane. something like, oh, we couldn't do it because he might be working on this, and then they were like, okay, never mind, we're not using him for this, and he just missed out on both. Yeah, well, if they threw him into Silver Mission cover. Impossible last minute, uh, they were going to th- been very much like his first appearance in the series. No, they were going to throw him if if he was going to be in Mission Impossible. I think what they were going to do was they were going to bring him and have him be killed in the beginning, mm. and that would be the, um, you know, that would be it for his character. So maybe he'll be well, in. The that next would be one. it, but that's what would drive everyone, you know, to complete the mission at that point. That would be the driving force behind him. To okay. Avenge him. Ooh. Ooh. Jared, what's your hot take about Jeremy Renner? Uh, he's the tallest glass of water in the MCU. That is a hot take. It's in this movie? 
Come on, with his sleeve, with his arm sleeve and his sick haircut, he's the tallest glass of water in MCU. You think he? Jerry. Okay, so you mean to tell me who looks better in this movie, Chris okay. Hemsworth or Jeremy Renner? Well, okay, what about Sebastian Stan? He made it pretty far yeah. in our bracket that we filled out. <laughs> you guys had a bracket? No, we had a bracket. <laughs> Here's the thing: the problem with Jer- Jeremy Renner's biggest problem is that he has smushy baby face. Yeah, he's he looks cute, but also hot. I don't care if you guys are no, all Sebastian no, 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 stands. No, no, you have it backwards. I'm a Jeremy Renner stand. You have it backwards. <laughs> he looks like a baby, but their face is also smushy. Like angry smush. Yeah, but he's got a sick haircut and a tattoo sleeve. Oh, my God. We decided over the weekend that Nikki sort of looks like Jeremy Renner if she turns a certain angle. We have the same profile. Yeah. So maybe that's why. So you're just insulting me this whole time, Nick. This entire podcast has just gone off the rails. But it's it's very yeah. This it's is but good it's speaking, content. It, it's very on get. brand for me to think this then. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're you're talking. So you're talking arm and hair is what's pointing you towards Jeremy Renner. He's not a bad looking dude to begin with. What about Josh Brolin as Cable, a.k.a. Hot Thanos? Hot Thanos? <laughs> to be completely fair, after seeing this movie, leading up to this movie, I was all in on Jeremy Renner being the tallest glass of water in the MCU, but uh, I'm, it's Chris Evans yeah, obviously. in this movie for me. That's America's ass. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah. So um, um, after that tangent. Sidebar. Wait, real quick. Do you think this one was funnier than Infinity War. Ooh. Uh, Which one do you ooh. think was funnier? I think it was. Yeah, Endgame. I think this one. I I, I think I, it was Endgame. I, I I don't think I can spot too many hilarious moments from Infinity. Oh my War. god! Are you kidding there me? Were, when I'm thinking about bunch. Infinity War, I just picture Guardians. Put your meme faces on, and Mantis in the background, like mm. baring her teeth. Oh, that does have some good moments. Are you kidding? Also, me? Also, I am Groot, and I am Steve Rogers. That was yeah. one of the funniest oh, right. lines that of is true. the entire universe. <laughs> uh, what about Will? Are you? <laughs> What if, what about? Oh, we're using our superhero names. What, yeah, or or, come on, dude, you're embarrassing me in front of the wizards. Yeah, the wizards. That's, what you know? What I've actually, like, just to myself this morning for whatever reason is, Quill, are you making your voice deeper? <laughs> Hold on. No, also, this is my, my voice. voice. Also, also, uh, the whole thing with the Tony, uh, Spider-Man, and the the Guardians. What do these guys even do? Oh, we yeah. kick names and take ass. Yeah, that's like, right. That's like, like, why is Earth? Gamora? Wait, you're from Earth? No, I'm from Missouri. That is on Earth. Yeah, well, I'm it's half human, to... so that stupid yeah. part of me is 100 percent of you. Yeah, your 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 math is blowing my mind. The greatest movie of all time. It no, never was. It never was. No, it never was. Okay, so yeah. Okay, I mean, so you're saying that it, you're saying Infinity War was a funny movie. It was, and I'm saying Endgame is probably funnier in my opinion. See, I got to see it again, though. Like, yeah, There's I know. a couple that, have... that stick up to me, like, you know, calling Thor Lebowski or yeah. I, literally this entire time I thought you were a Build-A-Bear. <laughs> Pretty much anything say... Spider-Man said, too. Oh, this is nice. Like when they were chilling and hanging out in the Avengers headquarters, like figuring out their plan. There were some funny moments in there. Yeah. yeah. Todd, you were going to say something? I would say that Endgame is a more serious movie, though. I would Overall, say that as well. Um uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because at that you're not dealing with 
Infinity Wars, like, you're dealing with, like, this... I mean, this creature is, like, trying to get these stones and do this thing. In Endgame, it's like point, we're dealing with the aftermath of it happening. Yeah, in Infinity War, Thanos is still kind of just any other villain. Like, any bad villain they've faced. But in Endgame, because he beat them, he really raised the stakes on himself as a villain, in their eyes. Yeah. True. And he's super badass without the I stones. Mean, I, that's what I like about Endgame. Yeah. I, I also think... Yeah, I also think that he's... There's a... It's a obviously... I mean, it's a very different Thanos in Endgame. Obviously, it's the past version of him, but I think his motivations are different because he sees that he was able to pull off his his life's purpose, his destiny, and now he sees that people are trying to reverse it, and I think that it kind of pisses him off a little bit, and he's more uh, motivated just to do it, to do it, not for his motivations that he has in Infinity War. Because, I mean, Infinity War very much... They, they ground him down a little bit. It's kind of like, you know, he kind of, like, he wants to do this, but it's not, like, completely evil. Like, he's trying to save the universe. And he thinks that, that what he's doing is is um, the right thing to do. Yeah, he thinks what he's doing is the just thing to do. He even has a point in Endgame, right. though, at the end when he says, it's never been personal, but now I'm going to absolutely destroy your planet. So Yeah, because Earth kept... Well, Earth like eventually stood in the way of his ultimate plan. They were like a pest right. to him, and then he took out his revenge on us. Yeah, and he's and I think he has the point that he's going to get rid of he's going to get rid of everyone and rebuild up the the species that won't be able to feel remorse towards everything because they won't they'll wipe it from their memory entirely. They won't even know. They'll just, he says something along the lines of like, they'll just be grateful. Yeah. They won't right, know what they've over... lost. They'll only know what they have. Ooh. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, cause I think he overlooked that in the first place. Um, Thanos like, is a poet. Thinks... <laughs> Yo, yeah. I sympathize with Thanos. Like obviously crazy, but he's Here's... Like, somewhat got his head on straight. I don't, I don't at all. Thanos is a, <laughs> Thanos is a Republican. <laughs> he wants to. Let's get, go through the characters. What are they? He wants yeah, to let's get. Go he, the wants to, he wants to get Mantis rid of. Mantis is a third wave feminist. Yeah. <laughs> Yoshi is a Marxist. I think we can all agree on that. So you know we get we get five years later and uh, Scott Lang escapes the quantum realm, which he's been stuck in since the end of Ant Man and the Wasp. Escapes with the assist of a rat. rat. Like, the rat, a rat saved the entire universe. Pretty so much. Could, like, yeah. Who's the, yeah. Who is the, who are the, if you look at my rankings for the MVPs of this movie are number three, Captain America, number two, Iron Man, and number one, the rat. Yeah, it has to be the rat. Yeah. And mm -hmm. Doctor Strange must have seen that rat do, do his thing to make Multiple, sure that Like, there's probably, the, yeah. What did Doctor Strange have to it. do to ensure that that rat survived? Right, I I watched uh, the second time I'm watching it. I'm like, oh my god, Doctor Strange saw multiple scenarios where that rat did, like just walked past and didn't hit yeah. the button to reactivate it. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> I was um, like, that had to be a lot of. How many iterations yeah. did he have to watch of just the rat to get it right? Oh my gosh, that was Ugh. probably like three million of the four million ones. Him handing yeah. over the time stone was really taking a gamble on this rat. <laughs> right. The rat to save us all. Yeah. The rat deserves One rat a movie. to rule them all. So, you know, uh, 
So Scott shows up at the uh, Avengers, whatever, you know. Facility. The Avengers Airbnb. Uh, oh, my gosh. First, doesn't he, like, go to the memorial? Well, he goes home. Go see his daughter. Yes. And then realizes that, that his name is on there. And hers Crazy. isn't. His daughter's grown. Um, yeah, once he kind of takes all that in, he shows up at the Avengers place to talk to uh, Black Widow and Steve Radges. Uh, he just talks about, you know, oh, that must have been terrible being in there for five years. He's like, except for I wasn't. I was only in there for five hours. So that's when you get this, like, entire, okay, maybe, you know, time travel aspect. They go to talk to Tony, who now has a daughter. Um, and he's kind of wants no part of it. Well, right. I mean, he got pre- he got very lucky. He didn't lose anyone, and now he has a, a family that he doesn't want to risk. So, like, it, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Here's the thing, though: is he did lose Spider Man. He did lose Spider Man. That yeah. That's you know what I mean. That's the uh, later on. That I think that's like one of the, the turning points. Um, yeah, that drug, is just yeah. in the back of his head. Yeah, and so you know, it's like no, it's too much. Um, sorry, also, but has, no. Yeah. I mean, he's also, I think, kind of lying to himself a little bit that he doesn't want to try and overturn it. Because remember, he checks, like, they come to him with the time travel thing, and he, he you know, in his own house, he tries to assemble it, and the the render works. Like, his his how he was able to solve time travel works. He was just doing it on the off chance just to test it. And once it works, he's like, oh, shit, we can do this. Yeah. Um. So then, you know, they go to, they're at, like, a diner. And, uh, you know, Hulk's like Hulk, but he's wearing <laughs> glasses. Professor Hulk. You know what I mean? So he's kind of like, uh, you know, he's merged the smart part with the green part. The brain with the brawn. Yeah, that's it. And people know who he is. They want his picture. They really don't want a picture with Ant-Man. Yeah, that kid's <laughs> even saying no. <laughs> Take the goddamn phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then you get, um, you know, Banner and Rocket go to New Asgard, which is the Asgardian refugees' home in Norway, obviously. Of course. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that scene is exactly where Odin died, too. Yeah. We remember Ragnarok. And I guess, spoiler for Ragnarok. Well, it's too late now. Yeah. <laughs> eh, well, if you, you if can't you're... see this movie without seeing Ragnarok. Yeah. So, you know, you see Valkyrie. She made it. Um, and she's yeah. kind of like, he's not going to talk to you guys. And so they go there. And they're like, oh, you but know. But more importantly, Korg and Meek made it. Korg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like, uh, there was a big worry about that. Yeah. I also like that Korg had on the, the his shirt had pineapples on it. Yeah. Sort of Very like the romper. Yeah. Like the romper he wore. Yeah. And Thor and is, uh, Thor's uh, gained some weight. That was an incredible an reveal, like yes. the pan up to his body, and then you see like those first little fat rolls on his back. Wow. And my my first thoughts on that were like, oh no, he's gonna have his hair back because I kind of like I started to like uh, <laughs> short hair Thor, and then I was like, oh god, they're gonna make him fat too, aren't they? Yeah. So then he's fat and he has that like big beard going on, and his hair is long, and he's a drunk, and he thinks that they're there to fix the TV. Do the Raymonds like that Thor was fat or no? 
I'm fine with it. I, it got old fast for me. Like every I time they showed him, back. they got once they kept showing him in the movie, and it was a serious moment. People were still laughing in the theater. I was like, this is kind of undercutting the trauma yeah. he's dealing with. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I I get it from that aspect. It's it's yeah that if you're watching every time he comes on, they're like, oh, this is it's it's you know, it's funny because he's fat type thing it does take away from like no this is like he's like literally depressed and drunk yeah extremely unstable hey thor uh this guy on uh xbox just called me a dickhead new oh new master new master 69 which it's cool that they're playing fortnite because like fortnite has recently featured like the avengers characters in their in their game so this was kind of a nod back to that which was kind of cool yeah the um so you know thor gets on the xbox and yells at new master 69 um then natasha heads to tokyo to recruit clint who's like a vigilante a who's just like a water who's just like murdering <laughs> murdering yeah. everybody he's murdering like yeah he's a vigilante he's murdering like drug cartel people people who hey. he thinks didn't deserve to survive the snap yeah i think right. i have a hot take okay yeah uh i think that that's one of the best one shots in the mcu that whole tokyo scene yeah tokyo scene does look nice i'm trying to figure out what other one shots there are that would compete with it to make this a hot take that's the thing i can't think of that a lot of <laughs> <laughs> i mean the so best it's, it's just a take the- the best one take is is gonna be them in the first Avengers going around in a circle. Yeah, probably in New York. That that would be my best one take. Although I mean, they, so, they just did the Michael Bay Bad Boys stand up take for it. Hot take. That is true. Um, so we're in Tokyo. We're in Tokyo. Clint's there. Natasha's like, "Hey, man." come on none of that and he's like well my family's dead so i just kill everybody in tokyo and she's like oh are you reading the script word for word right now man <laughs> hey none of that eh? I'm, yeah put it away huh? she, yeah she's like how about no and we figured out time travel and he's like well obviously now i'm gonna give up my life of vigilante murder but he's like don't give me hope she's like i wish i could give it to you sooner because he's very much in a bad way, and she's in a bad way too. She is like she's completely torn up about everything. About like, um, when they when they meet with everyone, yeah. And she's kind of like that was the only family I ever had. Um, yeah, she's all banged up. She's in not a she's she's not in a good place. I have a ooh, two things. One is a hot take. Two good good place reference. That you just made. Yeah. Uh, here's my hot take. The Funko Pop that I'm most excited for, for the re-release for the Avengers. Uh, Black Widow, with half of her hair dyed, like, red. The, and the, other half the current pop is like that already. Is it? Yeah, the pop they released of her, the old one, wearing, Jared, like, the time travel out. suit. Jared, Nick, edit this out. Please don't <laughs> let this, this out. Is, no, please, please, please. No, 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 no. This isn't even a hot take. It's just not even a take. <laughs> Listen. It's just a false statement. Listen, I will say. Me not remembering things. I, I will say. Black Widow's hair in Endgame is the best it's been since you first met her. I love this movie. Agreed. Yeah, it looks awesome. 
Yeah. Um, what so, are you talking about? <laughs> they get everybody together, and they're like, we got this whole thing, and there's, like, a, a stuff, and there's, like, a, a ant guy, and there's, like, a thing you got to do, and the realm, and they're all like, all right. So, and they show up. <laughs> wow. Those are some of the best line readings I've ever heard. <laughs> Yeah, go on. Take. That was the best. That was the best one take. <laughs> so they're back and they're gonna, they're gonna give this a try. They're gonna go back to you know to a time where they know the stones are. Right, and they they only have a certain amount of pin particles to be able to do this. So they have to come up with a concise plan where they can all jump back to different timelines and get back. Yes. Uh, so they're trying to figure that out. They're figuring out what the stones are. Ant-Man has no idea what's going on because he went to the quantum realm right before, or yeah, right before the Thanos stuff happened. So, um, good underrated they, line, funny line was when uh, War Machine landed and he was like, "What's up, regular size man?" <laughs> the uh, yeah, but you know, obviously, because uh, Hank Pym is in the dust place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just He's in the bad place. place. Yeah. Um is wait, does Finn Wolfhard play young Yes Ant-Man? One hundred percent. Oh my god, that's what? who that was. Yeah, it's obviously no. Finn. Yeah. We're trying to it has it to out. be it has to be it has to be Finn Wolf Wolflanders. Yeah. It was definitely he plays the baby. Yeah. Right? He plays the old man Ant Man. Yeah. Are we confirming? Yeah, I'm looking. It for... Are we all right? Yeah, it totally was. Um, Ooh. Maybe it wasn't. Not a chance. No, it wasn't. No really? It looked. It looks like him. It's definitely. Finn, I thought for sure. It's definitely Finn he Wolfhard's had, like, brother. Like a whole helmet on. It did look like him, though. It looked like him. So you know, they That's give it. They take. give. They give it a try. Did you guys get snacks during the movie? Just popcorn. No. You guys got popcorn? Yeah. What is your take on popcorn eating in the movies? Uh, you all for it? All for it, as long as you don't chew with your mouth open like a degenerate. All right, yeah. Because I would say 50% of the population do chew with their mouth open. Yeah, that's that's the problem. Movies are great. You know what ruins them? Seeing them with other people. I know. I, I was thinking the exact same thing. Yesterday, I was like, all right, how many more times am I going to go see Avengers in theater? And then I was like, I really wish I could just watch it at home so I have none of these bad experiences with moviegoers. Yeah, after I Maybe saw it this Thanos first time, I'm right. definitely going to wait to Thanos see it again exactly, in theaters. You, what if Thanos purposely snapped all the people who are terrible in movies, but nobody knew it because it was, like, seemingly random? <laughs> but see, Peter, that's, Peter that, Parker is definitely, like, a, yeah, annoying to be in a movie theater with. <laughs> Do you he guys hate movie cuddling his girlfriend, but it was actually Tony Stark. Movie, okay, Todd, movie clappers question? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, do you guys, how do you guys feel about them? I think, I think uh, back and forth. Wait, now, okay, it's gotta now, depend no, wait, on it. Now, movie clappers when? When the movie's over? No, uh, like during the movie. Like, like I had, I think, first showing, I had four <laughs> It's applauses. over. Yeah. Thank God, it's it's over. <laughs> the it town needs, it is depends. over. If you're, if you're in a huge crowd, crowded movie theater, and there's moments that everyone gets hyped for, like, I get it. If there's one person doing it and like not the whole theater is following that Which, sort of lead, it's like doesn't work. It's funny because I keep I keep bringing this up, but the Dark Knight Rises when we went to go see it the first time, you see Batman back again, or when you know he's coming because the lights in the tunnel dim, 
everyone started to get antsy. And then as soon as the bat pod drove on screen, there was all, there was cheering, and it was fine. I was okay with it because they were covering up how loud I was yelling. Yeah. <laughs> you know like, what I mean? Some, yeah. <laughs> they were covering up how loud I eat popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will so. say one of my favorite movie-going experiences ever was when I saw Miracle on my birthday with all my friends. And Full court every- Miracle? <laughs> is that not I what wish that to? was in theaters i wish that was in theaters on my birthday no it was miracle and everyone cheered like when they scored the goal and that was like electric that was like the oh, first yeah, time it's I like ever you're like in that. it's like you're in the arena yeah almost. and especially for like people my age like we wouldn't we w- didn't even know that thing happened you know what i mean but so it was, like, actually experiencing it for the first time. Now, like, yeah, some of that I'm, like, okay with. Like, and I was okay with it during The Dark Knight Rises because nothing is said in that scene. You just see him and everyone was like, yeah, and it's quiet. Yeah. Now, I hate, like, I remember watching videos of, like, the end of Infinity War. It's like, oh, in the theater at the end. And as soon as he started to disappear, people are like, no! I'm like, shut up. <laughs> like, I, that just distresses me out. I'm like, I'm trying to figure what the fuck, like, figure out what's going on. Yeah. Save I it. felt, I was... When I saw Infinity War, I believe uh, I was right next to, there was like a, a small black family that was there. And like a little Sorry. kid who like finally just got like Black Panther. You know what I mean? Like something, someone to look up to. Like someone oh, to yes. like get behind. Oh, yeah. And then he disappeared. It's like, oh my God, that's like brutal. <laughs> yeah. Well, didn't, that, they, uh, didn't they film that before Black Panther too? I don't um, I'm not sure. I know. I, I, so I heard I know, that they like uh, made that decision before they knew how big Black Panther was. So, like in hindsight, it was like, oh, well, we did just make him leave, but you know, it was yeah. already built into the story or whatever. Right. I know Endgame was filmed before Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Or what do you guys think of Captain Marvel's Captain Marvel. haircut? Oh not, yes, oh. baby girl. Not All right, fan. so we'll go, let's go Doesn't down the look line. look as good so. as it could. <laughs> okay, here we go. It does we're, not we're, look here, as here, good as it could. Look at here. We're gonna go. We're gonna go down the line. Um, which you know what? We're we're the problem right now. You know what I mean? We're gonna sit here. We're gonna talk about a wonderful actress, and the only thing we're gonna talk about is her looks. Disgusting. Mm. We're just talking about her hair. Yeah, You're the one more, who doesn't like her hair. It's more of a costume don't, thing <laughs> than it is. Yeah, a... don't blame us. You, you, you're the one who doesn't like her hair. Like, I love that they brought back the classic Captain Marvel look. You can't be mad about that. Yeah, you want to bet? Oh. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Try me. No, no. It's, I think know, we can all agree that, that Rey should not be, you know, a Jedi because she's a woman. You, it's, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Which oh is, like, th- I can't believe, like, that's the time we live that's in. A, Do you remember when the Force Awakens trailer came out and people were like, the first shot uh-huh. of a Star Wars trailer is a black stormtrooper. How dare they? <laughs> yeah, not like, cool. It was also like, white girls can't jump, and then you look at the most recent Star Wars trailer, and she jumps over a freaking spaceship. <laughs> and it was like I don't think something. anyone ever said that white girls can't jump. Also, <laughs> what was that? Just have me? you seen me jump? <laughs> also, I haven't. What about <laughs> exactly? I I don't know. People are the worst. I'm the worst. I was like, I'm not a fan of that haircut. That doesn't matter. She just did some cool shit. She, she did. She did have cool some shit. good lines too. And her hair looks great. Yeah, it looks it looks fine on her. Like, do you think that do you think that they cut it so it was easier to deal with it in post production? No. Yeah, the, what, the one editor on Captain Marvel was like. totally. Do you know because that's that's why 
that's why Black Widow's hair is short in Infinity War, I think. Wait, what was the reason? Because it's harder to deal with long hair in action scenes for female characters. That's why in a lot of fight scenes they'll have like their hair back if they're going to be jumping around and stuff like that. Um, Gamora, um, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, and th- I, those are two. Nebula. <laughs> no hair. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what did she just say? Those are Nebula. Antenna, Nikki. Not even the right character. Wait, when Rocket goes... Two big hairs coming out of her head? You're thinking of Mantis? Oh. (laughs) But that does remind me of a great scene when Rocket's saying, like, oh, I lost the only family I had. Quill, Drax, that chick with the antennas. So good. It's a good line. I am so glad that Rocket was the uh, guardian that, that stuck around. Imagine if it was Groot. How about when Nebula says to uh, Gamora that she's like, when she sees Quill again, she's like, really, this one? She's like, yeah, it was in between him or a tree. (laughs) It's a good line. Rocket's incredible. The only problem with Rocket is that Bradley Cooper doesn't do the actual motion capture, which is weird to me. Vin Diesel doesn't do the motion capture for Groot. Or at least he didn't in this movie. The person yeah, who did the strong. motion capture for Groot in this movie was this what played one of the children of Thanos okay. called the Slave. Really? Oh, really? Well, I mean, there's. I think I think Groot has literally like a minute thirty seconds of screen time in this movie. Yeah, you know, but like I don't know. Do you What's his face? Vin is... Diesel walked the red carpet on stilts. Oh. Does anyone remember was that, that for what? Uh, Tokyo Drift? No, it was either Infinity War <laughs> or Guardians Two. <laughs> That's pretty Can you good. you imagine Tokyo? <laughs> <laughs> why, why the stilts? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm literally in it for two seconds. Listen, we are all over the place here. Uh, I we are absolutely. That. I'm sorry. It's all right. I'm you just, a movie here? I'm, I'm looking. Yeah. I'm like looking, going down like it, the rest of this movie. We like haven't even gotten into it yet. <laughs> So we could go no, on. No, ha- they haven't even. We just got to the point where they're jumping in time. The movie, we're literally 20 minutes into the movie. So then they have to jump in time, which is, you know, Banner, Rogers, Lang, and Stark are, are going to go to New York during 2012. Banner is going to go to Bleecker Street. Um, and then we have, uh, you know, what's his face and what's her name are going to the other place. Rhodey and Nebula go to Morag to get the Power Stone, which yes. is where uh, Star-Lord first uh, attains is it, it. Is introduced, and then also... Um, Hawkeye and Black Widow go to Vormir to get the Soul Stone. And they keep talking about Budapest. And yeah. let me say, when they went off in that ship and the two of them were going to Vormir, like, how many of you... I was definitely like, well, now what's going to happen? Because yeah. we know how Thanos got it in Infinity War. Yeah, I wasn't even... So now it's like two main Avengers going to a place where we know that only one of them will be able to leave. Like, I I wasn't thinking about it. Like, soon as they got off, like, the ship and it went to their scene there, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I, I, I picked up on it beforehand. But also, like, they had to be the ones to go there. Like, if Rhodey and Nebula go there... They can't. Nebula can't kill Rhodey and be like, yeah. "I killed someone I love." It, they, mm-hmm. it wouldn't work. Yeah. Um, and they because they bring it up in the movie when they're talking about it. So that, that's where that's where Thanos went and got the Soul Stone and killed my murdered my sister. And Paul Rudd says, "Not it." Oh yeah. So he's like, "I don't want to go. Don't... I don't want to go to over here." 
they definitely didn't realize it at that point. Paul Rudd said not it when Nebula said it. It's like a dominion of death. Well, maybe right. they didn't know the nature. Yeah, like they didn't know because exactly what happened. Once they realized what Red Skull was saying, like both of them were kind of just like, ugh, now what? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, how um, did, how did you guys feel about like when they like when they went back to New York and it was like the Battle of New York? I was hyped for it. That I was, it was awesome. I was excited for that. It's so it, it's very interesting. We also haven't note we haven't mentioned that Rocket and Thor go back to Asgard. Yes. Um, yeah. So like obviously the first Avengers is a cool moment to go back to Vormir, um, Morag makes sense. I was not expecting them to go back to Thor. World. That historically was... one of the least liked Marvel movies, and they were how old were it. they going to get the ether though? Like there was no way around yeah. it. Yeah, no, that's right? that that is true. Well, they can go. They can always go back to like Nowhere. the moment that the collector gets it. Yeah, they but like it would. It's time. not. That's a that's a post credit scene, so they're not going to call back to that. Yeah. Yeah. No, and they needed it because it's that whole that that moment's big for Thor. Yeah, it has Thor big with his mother and Natalie Portsmouth. Yeah, and he got who what's the, also what's the, the footage called? of Mjolnir. What is it? Heimdall? Mjolnir. Yeah, and he also had to get Thor's hammer. Thor's hammer. <laughs> yeah, Heimdall. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And, and Natalie Todd Portman. Saying, Todd kept saying he's holding Heimdall. And I'm like, you guys didn't see Idris Heimdall? Elba getting thrown around. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you? What was uh? What was uh? Nicole saying about uh? Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman. And Natalie Portman is only credited with archive footage in this movie. She wasn't actually there. Oh wow! I was. I thought there were some shots that they definitely. Well, they used the part. Yeah, there was. I guess there was well, she was. At, I mean, she was at the premiere, but I yeah, I didn't realize. I thought there was some. I was like, wow, she was actually in it. I mean, I think they footage. like. I think any other shots of her were like body double type shots. Which I do like. Right. The, I do like the whole thing before they go and Thor starts talking about it, and he's like, oh, and. Uh, Jane was there, and uh, me and Jane were together, and they were not together anymore. And like because this, and everyone's like, "Dude, all right, enough." And and Scott is like so pumped to hear the story. <laughs> yeah, he does. Say, I he love that reaction. No idea Scott is on. so pumped about everything, and like Rocket really sums it up nicely, yeah. where he's like, "Oh, the puppies, the puppies yeah. want to go to space." And I also what like I love when... about Scott is that he's a uh, Captain America's biggest fan. Yeah. 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 And I, I I like the whole. Uh, you know, that thing he does. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Sorry. When he's, like, talking about time travel. And they're like, well, no, because, no, no, like, Back to the Future. And he's like, so, Back to the Future is bullshit? Which, <laughs> yeah, because he brings it up before to Tony. He's like, yeah, as long as we don't uh, see, talk to our former selves, bet on sporting events. And he's like, tell me your entire knowledge of <laughs> time travel is based in back to the future he's like which, no of course which not. which that line is great because after the movie came out I, I jared i was telling you it was like article time travel doesn't make any sense in endgame and this is this is why time travel makes sense in endgame and i'm like the people writing these articles are basing it on other fucking made-up things like time travel is <laughs> yeah, not I think, real i think yes. that this movie handles it the best out of any movie I've seen. So li they literally take... anything that they do in this movie is completely fine for time travel because time travel is not real. It's made up by whoever is writing the story that involves time travel. Right. But I also I like that they talk about the other movies and like it's not like that. What happens is once you go there, it creates a new 
future and then like the whole concept of bringing the stones back to the exact time so that like it doesn't change anything i like that they did that it's different than other time travel movies and it it makes it fresh but it also allows it to have as minimal pot plot holes it that that most time travel movies yeah well the well once again the same thing as this he goes well how does that work you go it's it's made up time travel it works you know what i mean like there was a lot – I think there was a lot of like, listen, by the own rules that they made up, and then there's another article that's like, no, 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 no. You misunderstood what the rules were. But anyway, I digress. I love that they went back to New York in 2012. And you know what I mean? Like yeah. seeing this as like this is a send-off movie also as much as it is – you know what I mean? A, like a part of this franchise, this is big. And I like that it's like, oh, that's you, – you, we're going back to visit – previous films major major moments in this 22 movie yeah run. so i thought that was I, I thought that was cool you know banner goes and talks to the ancient one about i need the stone she's like oh sorry you're five years early um right i need to I, yeah dr strange isn't here i have the stone she explains so everything and it's like oh well he's supposed to be the best of us so if he gave it away here's the stone he gets it um Rogers gets the Mind Stone, which is like that the moment where they're going through the building after they catch Loki and they have his staff. And, you know, Rogers, uh, like, I love the everything in the elevator. Oh, yeah, throwing it back to Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's like, it's like get... all the same S.H.I.E.L.D. agent or HYDRA, really, at that point. You have Agent Sitwell, you have um, Romwall. Like, the same people in that elevator doing the same motion. Exactly. They all look like bad guys. Yeah, exactly. You know right. what I mean? I think, yeah. yeah, I think the only one that's actually not in uh, uh, Winter Soldier, I don't think Sitwell's in the elevator with him when he beats everyone up in Winter Soldier. Yeah. No, he's not. But, no, but, but obviously this is a different moment. Sitwell was, like, a huge player in Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um. So but this, yeah, this is a very much a big callback to that. He also and, has the 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 Hail Hydra, which is so cool. Because <laughs> that was our first applause break. Like I said, like really. Well, in well, my theory, it, like yeah. Well, I loved about it is it's a callback. It's very much a callback to the comics. There was a couple years mm-hmm. ago. There was the release of one of the Captain America comics where he said he says Hail Hydra, and in that comic, it turns out that it's like, uh, you know, a a double or a second captain america they created an evil version of him that's actually saying it but that was very controversial when it first came out oh, people were flipped out how dare they yeah they're like holy they're like shit how is how are they doing this he's been a hydration this whole time obviously it resolves and it turns out it wasn't the real steve rogers but i thought that this was just such a cool little callback to to a big moment in the comics yeah and and like you know the whole going back like i like it's well let's go get this son of a bitch you know, Steve Rogers is kind of, you know, he's kind of tossing some, uh, you know, foul language around. Yeah, he curses. And then for. in the previous movies, they always make fun of him for not cursing. For not cursing. And then, yeah. like, I like when he jumps down and he stands up and you're looking right at him and he's like, oh, you got to be shitting me. And it turns and it's him. It's Captain America. And he's like, I got eyes on Loki. I got eyes right on Loki. after Loki yeah. took the Tesseract when Tony failed. Yeah. Tony and, so, like, that, uh, yeah, that, that's like, that's open ended. Yeah. Loki has one of the, in one of the timelines. Loki has the Tesseract, right? That's like, that's not resolved, right? But also, I've been thinking about this. The he, st- I think he still meets the same fate 
in Infinity War because I think once they make everything happen or bring all the stones back to allow the regular original timelines to take place. Remember, Loki had the Tesseract and he gave it to Thanos. No, no, or, no. no. But I, what I'm saying is, like, do you think that? Okay, we're, I didn't finish that statement. So okay, and that it's still open ended. There, do you think that that could have any anything to do with his show that'll be coming to Disney Plus? Because remember, uh, they I, are doing a Loki show. Right, they have. Yeah, so I mean, I guess it has to. I'm not. Sh- my thought on it was he has the Tesseract. He gets it in 2012. But I think ultimately they will be led up to the moment where Thanos snaps his fingers, because I think that time. I think the way that the movie sets up the time travel stuff and the and traveling through time is changing everything. I think they set it up to whereas everything is still going to happen. So like the the original snap is going to still happen, and they're going to reverse it. So I think that. Loki still gets to that point where he's on the ship with the Tesseract, Tesseract. in his hand. He just got it in a different way because he okay. gets it at the end of Ragnarok. I just think, I don't know, because it's a weird, it's a weird process. But I think, I think the way the movie sort of tries to play it is that everything is going to. Yeah, I was just trying, you know, I, I, but even with that you have being to think said, that, like they're doing a show for a character who's not around anymore. So even if everything does end up there, maybe what his show will deal with will be this is when he got it here's him leading up. You know what I mean? Like maybe, you know, I don't show, know where they're going to go with him. Isn't the show supposed to be about him, like going through history or something? Didn't they confirm like some of the details? I, yeah, I'm not sure what the, what the show is about. Todd, do you know what I'm talking about? I actually haven't heard anything like that. Maybe I'm making it up. You might've seen it, but Todd, take. So, uh, so here we go. I like that though. So here we go. I, I type in, you know, on the old Googs, Loki show Disney Plus. How Avengers Endgame perfectly sets up Disney's upcoming Loki series. Let's see. I'll click on Screen Rant because this is how it perfectly sets up all the confirmed Disney shows. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Never mind. Can't set up all of them. How is it going to set up WandaVision? Uh, which is the dumbest name of a show ever. Yeah, what but that I, that has to be when they're, like, disappeared together for, like, two of the movies, right? Okay. It has yeah, to be. maybe. That two years. Yeah, Loki's appearance in Avengers Endgame is li- limited to two jumps in time. One where we see him in prison in Asgard when Thor goes to retrieve the reality stone. And again, when Tony, Steve, Bruce, and Scott return to New York in 2012. Blah, blah, blah. Um... So now MCU continuity uh, includes the god of mischief and all round, uh, an all-around troublemaker having the power to jump around any location, rearrange space, teleport across the universe, and screw around physics. Loki now has omnipresence, and he's sure to do some damage with it. Early rumors around Loki series hinted at a narrative wherein he barged his way through time and or space for his own amusement, and this development in Endgame certainly suggests that it's a possibility now that he has the space stone. Yeah, but I think he will ultimately end up on that ship with Thor because, like they said, going back and altering the past doesn't change the future. It creates a but like. But what I'm saying is, know. he it's can't end up on the ship the same way if he has the no, test right. No, it won't be the same. Way. It won't. That's be what in I'm the saying is maybe the end of the show is still him on that ship with the Tesseract. But... I think we're overthinking this. I think in Endgame they told us pretty much don't overthink time travel. Yeah, Which was a good thing true. to make, because everyone's in time travel movies are always going to come out and say, this doesn't make sense, here's this plot. Yeah, and then you're going to start theorizing about how, like, oh, maybe Loki's actually alive now. So, 
Hawkeye is Hawkeye getting a TV show too? Apparently, I believe so. So the 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 thinking on that is that it's going to be Hawkeye. Uh, it'll focus on Clint and his protege Kate Bishop. Is okay. that his daughter? No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I'm going to watch I'm it. Assuming his daughter's last name is Barton. Yeah. So, but his daughter, yeah. But yeah, he says nice shot, Hawkeye. Blah 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 blah. There is a young Hawkeye, yeah. Um, become in the comics at least. All right. Anyway, after that nonsense, <laughs> um, where are we? So when we're Thor, in New York. So we're yeah, New York. That whole thing happens. They fail because, like you said, Loki gets away with the space stone. But they do get the Cap gets the mines the mine stone because Cap is in the never fucking fails. That's why. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Cap I mean, has to fight himself. at the himse- end of Infinity War. So, Cap has to fight himself. Right. And that's when it's the, you know, I could do this all day. And he's like, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's a great, great moment. Um, so, then you get Rocket and Thor in Asgard. Um, it's the day that Thor's mom dies. Mm-hmm. And Thor is, like, not having it. He's not yeah. ready for it. He's not ready to face it. Um, they have to go get the ether out of Jane. Um, you know, Rocket's like, all right, Thor, you ready to go? Thor has run off the other way. You know, and he sees his mother. And him and his mother have, like, this heart-to-heart. His mother's like, I was raised by witches. This is you from a future time. Time hasn't been kind to you. you Eat know, a salad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Frigga is awesome in that movie. Come on. You know, and she tries to, you know, she's trying to, you know, he goes to warn her, and she's like, I know. It's fine. Um, and before This Thor isn't goes, about fixing my timeline. It's about fixing yours. Yes, and before he walks away, he puts his arm out, and here comes... Heimdall. <laughs> I was muted. Heimdall! Mjolnir. <laughs> Mjolnir. Mjolnir. And I, so, yeah. Mjolnir. Still, still worthy. And um, so, so from there we go to Morag. Nebula and Rose have to get the Power Stone, which is great because Peter Quill gets there and you hear him singing out loud terribly. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I thought that was so. Great. He's an idiot. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean that's that's almost straightforward. They get it and they go back, but. Uh, Nebula gets stuck behind because Thanos, like I guess the Nebula from 2014, is Figure, playing messages. Yeah, all they're of, sharing the same network. Yes, that's what it is. They're sharing the same network. So Thanos from back in time from 2014 sees what's going on. So that's that's kind of the moment there when you're like, okay, here's where our here's where our main problem is. Yeah, you know, because at this point it's we got to get the stones, and then you don't know what they're gonna do with them. At this point. Now, here you go. Okay, here's what they're going to be up against. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Thanos can see what is happening in 2014, what the future, what the, what the future Avengers are doing in this timeline. Um, then you have uh, Natasha and Clint or... Uh, are on Vormir. They're talking to the Red Skull and they're like, this is what has to happen. And they're kind of like, no, that can't be it. 
And, you know, they list their families or whatever. And Clint's like, what, you believe a guy because he knew your father's name? And then when she's like, I didn't even know what my father's name was. And you're like, oh, that's probably going to set up your movie a little bit. So once again, because um, she has a solo movie coming out. Oh, yeah, that's going to be great. So it's going to be like a prequel, right? Yeah. Like, not yeah. Pre- the history yeah, of Black Widow's hair. I hope it's not going to be like a continuation of the movies because then it would be pretty boring. Yeah, it'd be like yeah. A, it'd be like an hour and a half of her just laying on the ground. Um, <laughs> but so that's that's when you have that you're like, okay, who's gonna go over? And Clint's like, it's it's me. You know, they they're always talking about Budapest, always. Which you know, this move, this solo Black Widow movie has to be Budapest. I mean. You and I remember Budapest very differently. But, um, you know, she, Clint's like, no, it, it'll, you know, it'll be, I'll do it. I can't let you do this. If I do this, I save you and I get to bring my family back. Like, he's like, I'm fine with that. And then he goes to run and jump off and she stops him. And now you're stuck in this kind of like, okay, which one of them is it going to be? And they're kind of yeah, like there were some crazy moves too. Like he shot an explosive arrow. Like yeah, to at push her feet. to push her aside so he yeah. can run and jump, and then yeah, which that I I like that part because it had there was enough tension in there for you didn't know which one was going to go over. Yeah, and then one mm-hmm. of them finally did go over, and then I guess Black Widow jumped and shot like a whatever grappling it was. hook type yeah, thing. Yeah, grappling hook. Yeah, so then them back. it was like she put him in the situation where he had to let her hand go for this to work. You know what I mean? Yes. Which was like, oh my god, Black Widow. Like, yeah, she made it so it was like either she goes over or they both do. And yeah. obviously it couldn't be both. Yeah, unacceptable. Can't be both. How did we feel about this? Who did we think should have gone over? I like Black Widow more so I thought Clint should have went over. Yeah. But in the end... I, I thought it was a really good ending for her character. Yes, but in the end, that whole, like, all all she wanted in the world was to kind of bring everyone back together. And this was like, I can do this. Like, Clint, I can't let you miss having your family back. Yeah. like I've, you... I've seen... I've seen different criticisms. I've seen people who are like, oh, it's stupid that it was, it was Black Widow. Like, obviously... It makes more sense, because... though. Yeah, I mean, like, like Clint, but like Clint's gone off and like done all this like bad stuff, you know. And so it's, from that side, it's like, oh, it should totally be the other way. And it was like, but my argument yeah, for but, that is like, what has Black Widow done in her entire life? Like, she's yeah, also that's and had she a bad even past. she even says that like Clint says something like, you know, all the things I've done. She says like, I don't judge people based on things they've done in their past, and that's you know something that he said to her way back when yeah and i mean right she and was another, also like she was also kind of like brainwashed a little bit wasn't she yeah clint but like I another mean, argument like, yeah another argument was that it should have definitely been black widow because why would clint go over when we have this whole family set up for him to get his family back why would he uh, and uh, that that criticism did not make any sense to me because if you don't think that Clint is willing to sacrifice his own life to to bring his family back, exactly. It yeah, you don't get it. Um, you know, I I like when uh, um, so she goes over. You have the shot of her laying at the bottom, which eerily looked exactly like Gamora because the it blood, was. the blood like sir like 
by her head yeah. looked like Gamora's red hair, and the light made her look greenish. It was interesting. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Gamora has green blood, too, so that was a little different. I'm glad they didn't dwell too much on these shots because it, it was very much very similar to the Infinity War stuff that we've already seen. Yeah. We've already seen the Gamora, so I'm glad they yeah. didn't dwell too much on that moment. Um, and rather have them mourn her back at the at the facility when when everyone gets back. Yeah, so um you know, they they all bring the infinite uh oh we wow. Completely forgot. So Rogers and Stark have to go back to another time. Yeah, yeah they Tony go back realizes to they have to go Tony back realizes to there's a time period where both the Tesseract and the stone that they, you know, the space stone that they missed and pin particles are in the same place at the same time. So they go back to the, the base in, in 1970 in New Jersey. Um, right. Cause they only had one jump left so they can go back, but they needed the hope to find more pin particles so they can get back to. Yeah. This day. was their only shot at a second chance. Yeah. So they go back there. They, um, they get the Tesseract they put it in a suitcase Get a Stan Lee cameo. And, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you get your Stan Lee cameo. Um, then you get, uh, it's Cap that has to go get the pin particles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, yes. When yes. He, that's when he goes into Peggy Carter's office and stares at her long, longingly through the blinds. How did she not see him? Romantic. They were inches <laughs> away from each other. Huge plot hole. Huge plot hole. Non canonical. The, uh, which you're like, okay. You're like, oh, that's, you know, that's, a... Uh, that's his girl right there. Which, okay, for anyone else, like the Peggy Carter thing, you're like, yeah, it's like real nice. But like he smashed down her niece in Civil War, correct? <laughs> right? Like, I mean, they kiss. They, I don't think they get to the smashing down part, but they were close. Yeah, they smash. <laughs> like, he smashed down her niece. Down. At a funeral. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, at, at, her, at, at her funeral. At, at, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, Cap yeah. is out of control. That's what I mean. Yeah. Every time I watch it, I'm like, "Yeah, wasn't he just like tonguing her knees down after her funeral?" Insane. Which is he just is historically him, a horn dog. Which is like implying though, because remember when they're talking, they like flirt at the apartment, right? Mm-hmm. In yeah. Civil War, she's like, "Oh, I'm doing my laundry." Like, oh. That was in Winter Soldier. Yes, sorry, Winter Soldier. Duh. Um, potato, potato. Yeah. So. Whatever. The pay Carter thing's nice. Uh, former intern of the show, Kate, has... Her heart's been broken ever since she first watched Captain America, the first Avenger. Because all he wanted was his dance. Mm. And then mm. he got frozen in the ice. And she's been very upset. So when he saw her through the blind, she was... She was very upset. Which, if you think she was upset here, <laughs> we get to events later in the movie inconsolable doesn't even begin to describe it <laughs> the um yeah so now they have what they need oh no they don't have what they need because like that's nice and then tony runs into his father yeah and this confused you yeah because i'm like hold on a minute <laughs> this guy looks the same age as the guy that plays his dad in world war Two. right right he's it's it's his dad in the first Captain America, correct? Um, yeah, his yes. dad's in. You asked me, like, is it his grandpa? I was like, no, it's his dad. 
So like, I, we have to assume his dad is like 20, 25. His in... dad is 15 in World War II and the first <laughs> Captain America. Yeah, you have to assume he's like 20 years old. Cause this right, is, because this is 35 he's... years later. Right. That actor doesn't age, is though. 20... That actor... I mean, 20, 25 Peggy looked exactly yeah, the same, too. No, she looked a little bit older. She looked a little bit older in, in this sequence. So that that threw me off for a second because I'm like, because wh what threw me off was I was like, wait a minute, that wasn't his father, it was his grandfather. And then I started thinking, whatever. Anyway, so he sees and he starts having this kind of conversation with his father, and that's like that's a nice little moment that they have together. You know what was really weird about that scene to me is like Tony picked the exact date to go back in time to, and then he was like surprised when his dad said that like his wife was pregnant and tony was like oh my god how far along is she like yeah did what he not know his own birthday he had a vague he had a vague idea of when they when his dad worked there and when hank pym worked there but when him and cat so went back exactly. in time he gave an exact date he said he like 07 14 1970 like he gives cap an exact date yeah he does so yeah. does he not know when his birthday is that, I think so he's right. mostly I just flustered. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I think it is. I think he's flustered because he's looking at his dad, and you like you learn in um, Civil War. He always talks about that's not how the conversation went, and talks about going back and changing it if he could, how it plays out differently. So I think now sure. he's like, I can have this last conversation with my father. Oh man, you know that's what I mean? Heavy. Yeah. So they kind of have this nice little conversation, and um, you know. It's all like talking about talking about kids, talking about having kids. Yeah. And then it's kinda like, you know, you do the best we can type like thing and it's like all right. It's kinda it's it's like a good it's a good like little piece of closure for him. Mm -hmm. Right, and another thing his dad says is like, as long like I hope it's a girl because I don't want it to end up like me. What would be so wrong with that? He said, Because often my uh, the the greater good has has rarely outweighed my own self interest, which is something that that's part of Tony's character arc in the beginning when we first find him yes. in iron man one that's very much true but all the events that have happened have have led him to really be more on the greater good and even in this movie the beginning of the movie he's more in his tune to his self-interest because he doesn't want to lose pepper or his daughter like mm -hmm. he got away pretty lucky but you know the reason he ends up helping them is because he's thinking about the greater good yes so um they all show back up in um in what would be what 2024 2023 yeah 2023 i believe is the is the, the official year um and they show yeah. up and they're like where's nat and you know he gives the no she didn't make it so then they all kind of have that weighing on them on top of everything else and also bad past gamora is there yeah that no one knows yes Nebula. With a little gold plate on. Oh, d Nebula. Sorry, Nebula. The bald one. Yeah. Mr. No, Mantis, right? <laughs> Mr. Sherlock. Heimdall. Is Heimdall is there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that whole thing's going on. She's there. They don't know that. Um, you know, Thanos is, you know, working on a, working on a plan here. Um... They get right they to work the on the yeah. yeah. They like go right to work on the gauntlet. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they um, like are trying to decide who needs to do it. Oh, that scene the big really players. bothered me. Why? Because Why? there's like Thor to me was the obvious choice. He took on the full force of a star in the in Infinity War. Like he could have handled the gauntlet. Yeah, but no, he was no, but they scene, say to him he's in no shape. Yeah, he's in no shape like, to do it. He, a lot of people actively try to stop him because they know he's like not in the right headspace for that. Oh, yeah. mentally, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Well, we're so going so going into this movie, you know, obviously the whole thing is they're going to try and reverse the snap. Wh- who? What were your predictions on who would be wearing the gauntlet? I, I genuinely no, did not think about it. I had no. I didn't think on the any of them whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. So neither oh, okay. did I. I think because I thought a lot of people were like, it's going to be Iron Man or Cap's going to make the sacrifice at the end. It's what's cool. What's actually crazy is that there were it was two, um, two snaps that I don't think yeah. we were definitely looking forward. Like didn't think that that was going to happen. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I think in that situation, I thought the Hulk was the right choice. He's yeah, I like that dude. it gave him purpose. You know, instead of yeah. being like the Hulk. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's the whole. I mean, it's either he, like, Hulk or Thor, thing, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, it's I like got a, all this, all this radiation. What, you know, what's a little more gonna do? And it's like, um, so then you have like, while this is going on, is it before? So Banner puts it on and does the snap, right? Yeah. So during that, mm-hmm. Thanos' ship shoots out of the time machine, and they don't hear it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> right, <'cause, true. laughs> because because while they're doing they're in, that uh, is when... Well, barn Door Protocol. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're in Barn Door <laughs> Protocol, and 2014 Nebula is using the time machine to transport Thanos to the present. And it's right, they snap, and you start to see more, because you see the birds and everything outside, and Scott's looking at them, and then the ship comes and... through. And... Yeah, Hawkeye's Wait, wife is calling also, him, so you know it works. I had a problem. I think with I know that. where Adam's about to go. Wait, I'm going back a step. Okay. I had a problem with them all standing in the room and protecting one another during the barn barn door protocol. Instead of stepping outside the room, putting in barn door protocol. Right? Like why even protect yourself if you're gonna be in the room? Just like step out. I guess of the room. you know they needed yeah, to be uh, there okay. in case something went wrong with Banner. Like they didn't know what was going to happen to him if true. he was yeah, even going to survive true. that. Practicality-wise, not very smart. Yeah. Also, I'm wondering what did what did Scott see outside that made him like so sure? <laughs> yeah. I think he ants. did it. Like it's, ants. it's it's sunny out. All we the ants. <laughs> there were the ants bir- everywhere. He sees the birds. <laughs> Oh my, uh, Anthony's back. <laughs> it's the, the birds. birds. The birds are eating the ants. The... It's the birds because you hear the because you. It sounds different. You hear the birds yeah. chirping okay. because remember, I think it wiped okay. it was wiped away half of all living, living things, things. Li- living yeah. creatures. So yeah. now that there's birds coming. That's what it is. He's looking at the birds in the mm-hmm. tree right outside. And the that's window. why he's just like, oh, I think it worked. Yes. Yeah. Well, I guess what? He, I thought he got. If half of all the bees went missing, then the earth would end anyway. All right, save the bees. Hashtag save the, bees. the bees here. Save the bees. Um, I thought I so I didn't pick up on it the first time until you see him again. But like I thought that they just killed off Ant Man like brutally when yeah. Thanos when Thanos' ship fired into the thing. All right, here's my thing about. I actually saw him shrink. 
when Thanos bombs the Avengers complex, like, come on, how are they all surviving that? Uh, because remember, one well, of them wearing armor. Superhero. Remember though, one of them is a rabbit. <laughs> I was so worried I for him. He was a build a bear. They survive because uh, that's what they do. You know what I mean? Like twice. I was. I... You know what, what happens again? He does the I, I rain think... fire thing twice, and everyone just survives uh, well, all the bombing. Well, the the Sorcerer Supremes block everything with with the uh... barely. Okay. Did <laughs> well, you want that... them to die? Is Did you want them to die? No, but I'm just Thanos. saying. No, I'm saying it's just unrealistic, just like this. But but, just like the MCU. Yeah. No, I was gonna say something else, but I decided not to. Nikki, I've been getting emails from a raccoon. I believe everything. <laughs> yeah, the the uh, so you know that happens, and now Thanos is there. Um, holy shit! So um, they have to immediately yeah. go into fight mode. Yeah, but but they also yeah. have the present day Nebula convinces 2014 version of Gamora oh God, to yeah. turn against Thanos and kills the 2014 version of herself. Yeah. So, um, I love um, when Hawkeye like hands her the uh, 2014 Nebula uh, yeah. the Gauntlet and is like, "Oh, I know you." Like that. <laughs> I feel like you don't really see many scenes in these movies where like the heroes are like exhausted or something yeah. like that. But like that was just such like a human moment. I love to see it. Yeah, I love that when they're like running through and that whole that whole thing's going on, and like uh, now before they come back. shit is going wild right yeah there's like two separate things going on yeah. right yeah there's, there's like, like stuff going on underground and then there's like the well, big yeah, they're three getting the... thor yeah, they're captain america getting... and iron man up top trace amigos trace and America. and captain america i mean guy's shield is torn to shit which they do that, I think, probably too often. I think, I think in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they're like, okay, how do we show that they're matched? Uh, break Captain America's shield. <laughs> that's that's, that's how you do it. Yeah, but like also, know, also break break Tony's helmet. Yeah, yeah. but like so Iron Man with no, with no break his hammer. But yeah, but the yeah. so that whole thing's going on, and then Captain America, he does a he does a thing. Well, yeah, Whoa. Thor is fighting, like, Captain America and Iron Man get knocked down, and then Thor is fighting, Thor is fighting uh, Thanos with Stormbreaker, and he goes to call it after it gets knocked out, and Thanos catches it and puts it in, kind of like he did it to him in Infinity War, and then the it shows the hammer, and people were getting hype in the theater when they see the hammer, but then it it flies back to, to Captain America, and I, and that was such a surreal moment. For me, I don't yeah, I was like, think I realized what was happening. When I, it first yeah, I didn't either. I was like, and then, wait, what, and then what, Thor's like, I knew on? it. And then that pulls back to like one of the only good things to come out of Ultron. <laughs> I hate Ultron. Just like I'm going to state it now. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I hate it. I think it's dog shit. I hate I I fucking hate it. Um, okay. Whoa, <laughs> that's James Spader. Jeez. Yeah. I, I don't like James Spader. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I will never watch The Blacklist. And I will season in the office. Correct. I've never watched <laughs> the office pass Michael because what's the point? Anyway, sure. um, 
But they have that whole scene in the movie, which I really like that scene where they're sitting around the table and they're talking about the hammer and how you have to be worthy. And everyone's trying to lift it. Yeah, right. and Cat and budges Captain it. America and Cat budges it. And it kind of like does this zoom in on Thor and it's kind of like, you know, even reading about that afterwards. It's like, oh, well, as far as that goes, there, it's not like there's the way the hammer works is not, oh, you it's either you can move it or you can't. Right. So like what Vision you, picked it up. So what? The, yeah. So but what the understanding of it is? Oh, it's not like Cap was close. It's like I think the way a lot of people are looking at it now is Cap realized at that moment that he could pick it up, which is incredible, yeah. and then pretended he couldn't. And I think that's why you get the reaction that you get from Thor in that movie is it's like holy shit. You know what I mean? It's not like oh, you're like you, Thor also knows in that moment. Thor, yeah. yeah, Thor also knows in that moment. Because it's not like, oh, I, well, some people can move it a little bit. It's like, no, you either can move it or you can't move it. And it moves when okay. Cap touches it. Right, because there's – I mean, well, there's a lot. There's a lot that I, I heard people – like the one theory, running theory that I saw was that once – Hello? We're living on a prayer. All right. Is this being recorded? Yes. So, um, we apologize for. I mean, I don't know how many episodes is going to happen in, but uh, we do, we're all just affected by the Thanos snap. Um, we all disappeared for a little bit, and uh, now we're back. We're going to pick up where we left off, which was we were talking about Captain America and Thor's hammer. Right, you had said that he was always able to lift it, but yes. he realized and decided not to. The theory I had been hearing was that Cap was unable to lift the hammer until he um, confessed to Tony about because uh, he had the, the he knew that Bucky killed his parents and kept that information from Tony. I th people said, oh, once he t tells Tony that. Um, that truth, he became worthy to lift it. So that's all I'd I'd heard. I'm in, I'm very interested. Wait, in how long you, did Cap know that? Around, he finds out in Winter Soldier when they're in when? when they're in that army base, and they're talking to the scientist, whatever his name, like Zolo or whatever. Zolo. Yeah. I just watched that movie. I don't remember them talking about that. He there's a lot of stuff that flashes on the screen of the past files about Hydra stuff that he gets to see. So I think that's where he finds out. Interesting. I don't know. I don't like that one. I just like that Cap could always lift it because he's fucking the shit. And I don't know. So either way, he has the hammer in his hand. That was, I mean, it was oh. such an so, amazing moment. And another amazing moment follows up, I think. So like he kind of gets beat up. He's falling on the ground. Thanos brings down his army. And there's this still shot of Thanos' army versus Cap. Just standing, him just standing there. Yeah, it's the best shot that whole movie. Inject yeah. that into my veins. Todd pointed that Maybe. out to me after the first time. And then the second time I looked for it because I missed it. Oh my god. So cool. Although, it might be the best, uh, the best one take in the MCU. <sighs> yeah, I take it. Yeah, you're right. Now, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. How does that one compare to... The Valkyrie Hella one in Ragnarok. Ugh. Ugh. That's pretty good. Mm. Todd, you okay? Well, that's also a great shot. 
Um, oh, it's, what I mean, are it's you such talking cool about? Shot. Valkyrie Hella. Where she's flying with the all flashback. the Valkyries flashback. towards Hella. Oh. Cool. Yes. So, um, you know, I like the little thing where, like, uh, Cap ends up with Stormbreaker. And Thor's like, no, 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 no. I want, give me that one. You get the smaller you one. You take the small one. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, then Cap starts getting, he hears a little something in his ear. And he's like, like, he's like, what? He's like, uh, Sam? On your left. Ah, so on good. Left. And on your left, and then you see the, them, them, them spinny guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> The portals. I love the portals. shot where it has Falcon like kind of flying against the like glow of the light from the one portal. Oh my it God, looks yeah. so awesome. Yeah, and so the first three to come out are the Wakandans, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was super confused same. because it was. Yeah, I was confused when uh, when Black Panther came out because he was like, it was Sam being like, "Yo, Cap, you there? Yeah. On your left." And then Black Panther, I was like, "Wait, was, was, he wasn't talking <laughs> it's to Black Panther." <laughs> it's me, Cap. I'm the Black Panther. <laughs> The uh, um, and so then they all come out, and then Cap has that moment where he reaches out, the hammer comes to him, he grabs it, and that's when he gets his Avengers, and you finally get the full Avengers assemble. Right, because Ultron it ends with him saying Avengers, and he goes to say assemble, and then it cuts to the credits. Yep. So this is very much the first time he says it. And I'm the after the first time watching it, I think when I went to see it again, I forgot that he catches the hammer before he says the sound. Oh, mostly, the, the I think catching mostly the because, hammer beforehand is is big time. And you know what I'm just realizing now? It's because that piece of shit said assemble before <laughs> Cap did. So I was focused on that. So when I went to see it again, I, luckily this was in IMAX, and he says Avengers... Assemble, and he catches the hammer. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I, I I think I got choked up in that moment for sure. Especially like when you see when you see uh, Spider Man come out, it's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it's incredible. I was like, "What's everybody's shaking cry count? with sobs during that?" <laughs> yeah. It was, but it was like so tough because I was not making any noise when I was doing it, so I was like barely breathing. You know what? Like as everyone, you know, as everyone came out, like because we didn't have like a sob point. There, there was like, um, I was very appreciative of the Marvel Cinematic Universe while watching this, which is why I liked it so much. Yeah. Um, you know, I think sometimes you get, oh, well, there's too much fanfare. You know what I mean? Certain things, it's uh Fan service. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. And with this, though, like, it was just like, I saw Iron Man when it came out in the theater in 2008. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'd seen – I'd, like, watched them all along, not all in the theater. Um, I think it was just about from Civil War on. I I saw most of them in the theater. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember not, seeing Civil War, Civil War. Yeah, so it was one of those things, was, though, where it was pre- like yeah. – I, I just appreciated – them. I'm like, this is really cool how they're all connected, all the different characters. I liked the first Avengers movie. The second one I watched, it was like, ah, it's okay, not as good as the first one. Um, but then, like, like Phase 3 is kind of crazy. Um, yeah. So, and as as I was watching this, it was like, I just felt, it was like, you know what, this is, this is so 
cool. As someone who loves going to the movies, um, it, it was just something that's like, I can't believe they did this. Like, this took 21 other movies to get to this point. Like, someone had this idea. And yeah. they did it. Like, at, in that end point there is everything was going on. I'm like, they did it. They pulled it off. Yeah, and exactly. And it's like, that's so impressive. And it's like... Especially because, I mean, like, yeah, there are weaker uh, there are of, weaker yeah. movies in the MCU. But they're all pretty much well-received, generally. Yes. They're all positive. There's not, like, a bad movie in there. There's movies that you might... Like, obviously, we know how Nick feels about all um, but I would say Ultron's a bad movie. I think it's worse than a lot of the other ones, and we'll get into where how we rank these movies in a bit. But like, it's so fulfilling, especially because it got stronger as it went on. It's, you know, there's so many moments. Like, I think the fact that they're able to pull off this these like twenty plus movies gives them the right. I think they've earned the right for the fan service that they've created throughout this this ten year run. Yeah, it's like ten, yeah, ten or eleven year run of movies every year. Yeah, leading to this, and obviously, Pete, it kept people interested. Yeah, you know what I mean. Is that like? And you, you can't, you can't worry about non fans when you're closing. Which, out like, I saw two. there was some bullshit article that was like, oh, you know, uh, it was what the, its greatest and greatest strength is their ignoring non-fans it's like are you fucking kidding like, like, it's, it's like yeah someone put it the best and it was like oh hey i just watched the the season finale but i didn't get what happened because i didn't watch the season it's like obviously this is it's not for you exactly it's like the fan service was was duly earned and i remember before i saw the movie i think one of the only things i saw about the movie uh, someone tweeted, it was like, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not, it's not a spoiler, but if you thought that Thor landing in Wakanda was a hot moment, like, it has nothing on Endgame. And when, when Captain America catches Mjolnir, I'm like, holy shit, was, like, I, this must have been what the guy was talking about. But then the portal scene happens, and I'm like, wait a minute, was this the scene he was talking about? And then he says, like both of then he catches the hammer and says, Avengers assemble. And you're like, no, this is what he's talking about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. There were moments that I think trumped that awesome moment in Infinity War. Yeah. So how, how do our three guests feel about like the culmination of all these movies? I think being emotionally invested in the MCU, like end game, like it, it all pays off. That's all. That's all. That's that's my main takeaway. Yeah, like the movie is a true love letter to us. Yeah, that's how. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Like when they exactly like that. Uh, the going back to New York, just all that stuff. It just seemed like, uh, yeah, this is like a, a you know, thank you for sticking along for the ride. What about you, Nikki? Honestly, the for after seeing it the second time, I think I was talking to Todd, and that was the first time he said the line it was a love letter to marvel fans to me and like that really does perfectly sum it up it was just you know the callbacks to the other movies and like you can even like it's funny to see like um when they show old hulk and then like you know he's kind of like you know hulking out and then current like hulk banner kind of like hides his face and then when he has to imitate it he's kind of just like grr 
It's like yeah. funny, interesting to see like the character development that they've gone through. Yeah, I. I uh, <laughs> yeah. What about you, Adam? Just... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You guys, you guys put it very well. I think it was just like, it's crazy to like look at one single screen and see so many characters. You know what I mean? That we like, like you've been saying, are emotionally invested in, but they're like in the same movie. And they're like all on the same screen together. It's crazy. Yeah, that's that's the whole. That's it. It's just like they're like all. It's it's all there. Everything leading up to this, they're all there at one time. It's like all your favorite movies in one. Yes, and you know, it's like the you know. So they're they're, they're fighting the you know the Thanos and his army, and it's I mean. It's not going like great, because like that ship is still up there. Yeah, it was like the Battle of New York times three, four, five. Yeah, and you're like, how are they going to deal with this? And then, wait, before we get to what you're going to say next, okay? Because it's before the ship starts firing on them. When Scarlet Witch comes in, like that uh, scene was moment. so awesome. Yeah, and all, and I loved Pepper Potts coming in with the suit on. Pepper yeah. Potts too. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is the sequel to Iron Man three. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. But that, with with Scarlet Witch Potts in that one. moment, like Thanos knows that she has him beat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she, and he that's taps why out. he's like, he yells "Rain fire," and then Corvus Glaive goes, "But what about our troops?" And he says, "Just do it," because he knows that like this is it for him. Yeah. It's, right. And this Thanos. I think this this Thanos is far less calculated than the other one. I think he's just more. He's like, desperate. He is, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And he's just trying to because they, they are trying to undo something that hit the future version of himself completed, and he is desperate to make sure that that doesn't happen. Um, now, yeah, she owns him. It's a cool like moment because obviously he killed. You know, Vision is dead because of Thanos. Um, now, how? Like, okay, so Nikki. Yes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go right to you on this one. All right. Because as a woman, I feel like you're the person that should answer this first. She's a what? Okay. <laughs> my oh God. my God. <laughs> How do you feel when they had like the the like the women of the MCU kind of team up for that like moment? Um, I literally yelled yes, power ladies, <laughs> like in the theater. It was a whisper yell, but I said it out loud. <laughs> Yeah, that can you, can you reenact it, please? <laughs> Do you really want me to? Yeah. Power ladies! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's your whisper yell? That's... Yeah, that was it. It's I a was... special power. Yeah, you I know. was, like, so hype about that. Like, if I could stand up and start yelling and clapping without being obnoxious in the theater, I would have. Like, that scene was just so epic to me. Yeah, I thought, the... I thought that was cool yeah. shit. What's a shame up. is that um, Black Widow couldn't be a part of it. Yes, yeah. I yeah. agree. Yeah, rip. Be- because she is the one who like started it all essentially mm-hmm. um, for the for the women in the in the MCU. Um, it's a it's a cool moment. It's like it's I my thought on it is because they all like fight Thanos at that point, and it's the Lady Avengers show past Thanos that the future is indeed female. Ooh, that's a good line. Whoa, I like that, Jared. Jared, yeah, that's good stuff. Twitter. You're here. The um, 
you know another so you know right when the ship's about to start raining fire here mm-hmm. comes yeah. here here comes uh well they they're shooting the ships are shooting and then all of a sudden they turn into the sky right uh-huh and they start shooting and we're all like what's like, good what's going on i literally forgot about Capital up until this which point. i think yeah. is kind of the point there Right, you know what I mean, and then she comes, and I'm like, how how are they gonna beat this ship? And then I'm like, oh yeah, because everyone on the battlefield is thinking that too. They like forgot about Captain Marvel, and then all of a sudden it's like, what are they shooting at? Which is which, you know, you know what I I like like she's in this movie little. Um, I like that they kind of give like those original the original six. The spotlight. Yes, this is really right. They've also established her as very like totally beat thanos yeah yeah, yeah. the fight with them and i think it's actually cool that thanos grabs the power stone out of the gauntlet and punches her and kind of yeah that was very smart how to to beat her exactly because like she's overpowering him um and i think if she's there the whole time it 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 would you run into trouble because she's a very powerful and also you're gonna be people you know i i like that the focus isn't on her and with everything it's like because she like i think they've kind of placed her as like the next iron man right like she's kind of she's going to kind of be like that leader of the new school i guess yeah at least i i i believe i read that i could have made it up in my head but i guess it you know it kind of makes it kind of makes sense um you know so thanos gets a hold of the new gauntlet that they made to snap everyone back Finally, yeah, it's kind of cool that they show because, like, obviously this is a huge battle, and it's like, honestly, almost like a, like a rings sequence of these huge armies going at each other. But it was cool because it's superheroes. But like, it's cool that they show different heroes. Sort of, it's kind of like the great relay race of like it's Hawkeye or Nebula, and then it goes to Spider Man, and then Spider Man gives it to, you know, Spider Man's uh, or who gets it? Uh, Black Panther gets it. Then Spider-Man gets it, and then he's riding Valkyrie, and then, you know, it goes to Captain Marvel, sort of, like, passing the baton on. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Thanos has it on his hand, and they're fighting him, and he's getting ready to snap again, because if he does it this time, that's it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's getting ready to snap, and then they stop him. And, you know, I t- Tony says to Doctor Strange at some point, like, you said one million. You said one, whatever. you know, one in fourteen million or whatever. You know, is this it? What's going to happen? He's like, if I can't tell you what's going to happen, or that'll change it, kind of, right? Like, kind of. Yeah, if, if I, I tell, tell you, it, happen, won't happen. it won't happen. Yes, and yeah. so he has it, right. and I, I love where Tony looks over at him, and Strange he holds. he holds one up. He's like, "This is yeah, this is it, one." And that's when Tony goes at him and fights, and and you know he gets thrown back and. You know, Thanos has the, uh, you know, I am inevitable and holds his hand up. And you're like, oh, fuck. And he snaps and nothing happens. And he turns the glove around. You see all the stones are gone. Right. Tony's nanotech. Uh, yeah. That he's been perfecting transferred throughout them this over. Entire, yeah. He's been perfecting that uh, technology throughout the entire run of the, the, the series. And, um, you know, and he kind of picks his hand up and all the stones are on there. And you just kind of see and it's I am fucking 
Iron Man. <laughs> poetry. He should have poetry. He should have said fucking. <laughs> what is so cool about him saying that? Well, obviously it's the callback to that first the first the end of the first movie. Which is, is something that Robert Downey Jr. improvised. Really? Yeah, I don't believe he was actually Iron Man. First movie is mostly improvised. Yeah, like a lot of that movie is improvised. Um, but him saying "I am Iron Man" at the end of the first Iron Man movie was improvised by Robert Downey Jr. himself. And coming into this movie, it was a last-minute addition. So like he snaps, and they, the Russos have talked about it. They were in the editing room, and they're like, "He's got to say something." And the one, ed- the editor, they're like, "Who's a great storyteller?" He said. Why don't we bring it full circle and have him say, I am Iron Man? And they're like, that's it. We got to film this tomorrow. So that was a last minute addition of him saying something before the snap. And I think it's it's so perfect and it's such a full circle moment that, you know, yeah, it's fan service. But that moment is nowhere near as good if he doesn't say it. Yeah, but I, I also think that him saying it goes back to that whole thing about, oh, no, I'm done. I have my family. It's kind of like, no, 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 you you – you are Iron Man. You know what I mean? Like you'll always be Iron Man. Yes, and this right. is like when they're on the... says it. He finally yeah. ex- he's reaccepted. Like this is what I have to do. Mm. And um, so he snaps, and you see all you know Thanos and his whole you know army army starts to fade away. You're right there, Adam. Did you get snapped? Hi. Oh, he's back. Um. Yeah, they all started turning to dust. And then Thanos, he was like the last one, right? Yep. Oh, wait, Todd yeah, had a good point about... <laughs> Ebony Maw. Yeah, Ebony Maw. If you if you see when Ebony Maw is turning to dust, he his movement looks almost exactly like Peter Parker's in Infinity War, where he's just like, Thanos, I don't feel so good, sire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, something else that I noticed when they were all turning to dust in the background, um, you see... Corvus Glaive is kind of like laying on the ground, but like Proxima Midnight is like holding him up, and they kind of like lean into each other when they're trying to dust. So there's the romance there. Ooh. Nikki loves nice saying catch. Corvus Glaive. Yeah, I, I think Nick, I think Nikki just really likes saying Corvus Glaive because that's all she said this entire. I'm very proud Every of the she's... fact that I know all the names of the children of Thanos. Name them. We have Ebony Maw, Proxima Midnight, Corvus Glaive, and Cole Obsidian. Yeah. Oh, pretty good. Yeah, I didn't not, know the big guy. Not bad. Um, and then it, uh, you know, the Thanos first per- well, he sees really slowly. Did you notice that? Say that again. Mm-hmm. Thanos fades away really slowly. Yeah, and he just kind of gets to watch all of this happen. What yeah. everything? This is all, all he worked for, and now it's kind of going back in his face. And, and he's kind of for the audience to too. It's like. It's just like watching the big villain slowly go away. Right. And it's kind of, yeah. like, it's, it's pretty similar to the end of Infinity War. After he does it, you like the final shot is him sitting at the garden, yeah. just like yeah. job done. And this is kind of like job done, but like, it's not working out the way that I intended it to. And um, he accepts it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So was it Rhodey yeah. comes up to Tony first and mm-hmm. he like knows, see it in his eyes that he like knows. Um, and then like, Peter Parker comes up and it's like really kind of like a father son type moment. And yeah, Adam, did Tom... you think that was forced? Did you say that to me? Um, well, I was like, why wasn't Pepper there first? 
don't two people talk to him before Pepper even gets there? Yeah. Well, he looks at Rhodey, then then Spider-Man goes up to him, and then Pepper pushes him away. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm here for it because I think Tom Holland... Well, they uh, each needed a moment, so I agree. Right. And I think, I think there was an understanding with Pepper of him yeah. seeing... Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, you know when they're in his house and he has the picture of him and Peter? Yeah. I think that she knows that that was important to him to bring him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, th- Tom Holland is just fantastic in these movies. Like, with yeah. those emotional moments, like, when he gets, like, the I don't feel so good in Infinity War. Oh, yeah, he War. nailed that. You That's feel like... that. And then, and then you inf- you feel it so much when he goes up and he's like, hey, hey, Mr. Stark, it's, it's me. It's, it's Peter. Mm. And it's just, like, he's so good. And, like, you feel that emotion when you're watching it. I know I choked up when, he's ta- when yeah. he was talking to him there. Yeah, and then, I was but, crying. And then, yeah. and then, you know, then Pepper Pepper gets in there. Yeah. You can rest now. Yeah, like, she says, okay. she literally says all she needs to say, we're going to be okay. Like, that is all Tony needed to hear. Yeah. Right. Because that's why he can again. never stop being, that's why he can never stop being Iron Man. Yeah. And, and what's um, beautiful is that they're all wearing suits from Tony. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah, Rhodey, yeah, Spider Man, and Pepper. Mickey's gonna cry. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Who's whispering that? <laughs> uh, that would be me. The um... nice. <laughs> but yeah, that that moment there, and you're like, okay, yeah, that that makes sense for his whole arc about, and then the whole thing with him being selfish, and you know. Wanted to put a shield around the world, and this was, you know, this is one of his ways. You know, he he gave everything to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then you go to the, uh, they go to the funeral. Right, it's the perfect conclusion for his character arc. Oh yeah, they go to the funeral scene, and uh, I think it's really nice when they they let like the proof that Tony Stark has a heart, and they light the flowers and push it out over the water. Oh yeah. my god, I have something to say about that. But in the first, in my first viewing, um, when they showed that and they put it on the water and like you, you know, people had the chance to read what it said, people were laughing. Yeah, me too. And like to me, yeah, to as me, if they'd never read it before. Yeah, like I interpreted that as if they'd never seen that before, and they read because like the first time you see that, you kind of it's like funny, you know, proof that Tony Stark has a heart. It's like a haha, oh that's cute kind of thing. But that like, yeah, was way back in Iron Man 1 gift. when you first see it. Right. So then, like, to me, like, that meant that all those people who were laughing had never seen that thing and thus didn't see the movie that started it all. Like, I was just like, what? I had never, I've never I looked at that. I was crying. Yeah, I've never looked at the t- proof that Tony Stark has a heart and ever thought it was funny in any way. I don't think it was ever used as, like, a ha-ha thing. I've always seen it as, like... Pepper gave it to him as a gift. He wanted to get rid of it. And she's like, really? Like, this has some, like, sentimental value. He's like, nah, get rid of it. And she gives it to him as a gift. And that's, like, a very pivotal part of his character arc in that first movie. Proof that he's not just, like, a a billionaire who doesn't care about other people. You know, he's a weapons manufacturer. He goes from that from to going to trying to stop all that and trying to protect the world and save lives rather than um, profit from them from people losing their lives so the fact that anyone ever thought like i don't know i can't even imagine thinking that it's funny at a funeral look at it you know it's it's one of those things like i mean 
I don't mean to go all the way back to like the whole about like etiquette, like a movie. And it's like obviously everyone watches movies differently. There are movies that try and do things that are serious. Like you see, I think you see it a lot more, say, like a scary movie. Someone tries to do something scary and it's just not scary. And people get that kind of like laugh to it. It's just right. like something like that. It's like it's at a funeral. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I think, in, you know what I mean? It's like, clearly this is not like a comedic moment. Like, that was, yeah, that was a very emotional, you know, sequence of events. And I just thought that that was such an absurd reaction to have. People suck. Thanos is yeah. right. Yeah, so they, they have that, and then they, you know, then they, they pan back, and you get, you know, you get... Oh, the, your rosters, really? You get the group of characters yeah. there. Yeah. Um, How'd you guys uh, feel about Iron Man 3 Kid being there? I thought it worked. Some people had no idea who he was. I said people yeah. tweeting, like, who is this kid? I'm like, well, it, it makes sense what that he's there. I mean, I, I think it's good they don't show too much time to it. They just show he's there. But... So I didn't recognize him at first. Then afterwards, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense that he would be there. Right. You know, he that kid was in the 10-year anniversary Marvel photo. Oh, was he? Well, because they took mm -hmm. it during the shooting of this, right? They did. Because they filmed Infinity War and this back to back, so. Wow, so many spoilers in our face. We didn't even know. <laughs> like, I mean, like, like all the, uh, all the stuff that they showed, like a lot of the behind-the-scenes footage was either on set at that battle or it was at that cabin. Yeah. Leading up to Infinity War, I think it was. Uh, the, uh, you know, they have the. They have the funeral, and then it's, it's you know, hey, I'm going to take, you know, uh, Happy tells his daughter, I'm going to take care of you, you know, anything you want. And then it's the, you know, a, a, a cheeseburger. I'm hungry. What do you want? Cheeseburgers. Which and is so The first cool thing because... Tony has in Iron Man mm -hmm. when he comes back. The first, one thing that Tony wants. It's cheeseburgers. And and it's you know, it's the director of the first movie, John Favreau. Um, and honestly, the the birthday thing in Iron Man has a special place because like Robert Downey Jr. Um, sort of it's a callback to something you know when he was down in the dumps like in his career with like struggles with addiction, um, and he got a there was a moment I think that he began to find some clarity and come back from that was at a Burger King. Um, mm. that's when I think he really, um, hit, hit rock bottom and sort of, uh, no, it is. Right rock bottom is actor. Burger King. Well, he said he, he, um, I have to thank Burger King said Downey in the daily, in a daily news article. It was such a disgusting burger. I ordered, I had that in this big soda and I thought something really bad was going to happen. The actor then said that at that moment of clarity, he tossed all of his drugs into the, in his car, into the ocean and got cleaned up. So that was that's a special moment that they they used in Iron Man and it came uh, game, back game up full in circle, the end yeah. of that game. Then, I like uh, that tidbit. You have uh, Thor shows back up the new Asgard and appoints Valkyrie as the uh, the queen. Yeah, he actually so, says king, which I thought was really cool that they he? just kept it like that. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, she does. Yeah, it already has. She, a king. she yeah. says that. Yeah, um, Asgard needs a king, and he said. It already has one. Oh, see. Hey, I want to step back again. 
because okay. I have a question I want to bring up. So there's that part where it shows Wanda and Clint. Uh, mm. And he's like, uh, I just wish that she could. we could tell her that she, we won. And Wanda says, uh, she knows. She... They both do. Who's they? Vision. Vision. Oh, yeah. Okay. Tad, you I saw it three times. You didn't know that? Well, I don't know. I, I, I overthink the two that kind people of stuff who in. lost the people closest to them. I don't know. I thought it was Quicksilver. Oh my god. The, uh, Actually, no way. I thought Quicksilver in my mind when I first saw it too. Yeah, but no, it makes more sense. It's Why vision. would Quicksilver yeah, never mind me. care? He doesn't know anything. All right, you guys just both got fucking snapped. Oh man. Um, but that Quicksilver, I mean, Quicksilver makes sense in a little bit because I mean it is it is uh, Wanda's brother. No, no. I forgot she was Bony Vision. I forgot she was Bony Vision. Whoa, we don't Whoa. know Vision has children. Reproductive number, organs. number one, this is a hey, family, this is a family friendly podcast. They said it works. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, they 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 tried to buy time to see if this thing works, and I think I don't want to speak for myself, but I I think it works. That, that's a direct quote from Vision. Well, yeah. I mean, he stumbled he, over his words a lot more. How did he make himself look like a human? He used the he power. Was, he, was constantly, to do that. he was a, constantly. He was constantly evolving. Remember, they were talking about that Infinity War while, like, he was constantly learning and growing from the stones and from Jarvis, uh, and that's why they were theo- theoretically would be able to remove it. Right, and he gets stabbed at the one point. It's like it's preventing me from phasing. Yeah. So. So. Huh. You know, then Thor points Valkyrie as the king of New Asgard, and then Rocket's there with the ship, and he gets on, and he's like, "Hey, uh, Asgardians of the galaxy, back together." That's so cool. And you know, I can't wait for some. Chris Hemsworth has extended his Marvel contract. Yeah, was it like ten years or something? I don't know what what the extension was. I just I think that he was quoted as saying something along the lines of like. He's like the growth of the character from Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Endgame, and would keep playing him as long as Marvel would have have him. Yeah, you know, because yeah, the Thor of if, now is kind of a lot different than. The yeah, first I think if half right, I think if Ragnarok doesn't happen and Thor three is very much similar to the first two Thor movies, he doesn't decide to do that. But I think what Taika Waititi brought to the character and to his arc really changed it up and allowed him to sort of have free range in, you know, exploring different aspects of the character. And I think that's part of the reason why he is still happy to keep doing it. Yeah, and and it was, you know, the stuff with him and the Guardians was really, really fun in Infinity War. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. it's a good it's a good mashup. And then, you know, they have the whole thing with him and Quill about, you know, who's the captain, who's in charge. <laughs> of but, course. you know, and then so and Quill has the thing of about searching for 2014 Gamora, which although which like will be I, another interesting, yeah, it would be another interesting thing. And it's like you look at it, and it's like the script has been done for Guardians three for a while, yeah. And then we had the whole James Gunn firing, rehiring thing. So it's like, I, I think James Gunn can add Thor into the dynamic of everything. Fine. Like, yeah, I'm not worried about sure. that. I just wonder about, like, if that's kind of a pain in the dick where they're like, oh, by the way, Thor's in your movie now. I'm sure I'm sure he's known. You, you figure he you figure he's known at least about the plans for, say, Endgame with what's going to happen with right, Gamora? Cause he, he, yeah, because he needs to write he needs to write 
that into it. Like, he knows what's going to happen to Gamora, but he, like, he, there's, that's going to be a very major arc, I'm assuming, with, um, like that. Like, I have a theory. Three. Yeah, like that. For what Guardians 3 will be like. Like that. I want to hear it. Like that, you, yeah, like that, you figure. You just got to figure that. Without him, I, I isn't, because wouldn't his contract be up with this movie? Yeah. Yeah, so, all their contracts. So that's what I'm saying. With him long. extending it and them leaving him off here, it's probably like, hey, do you mind if we uh, throw Thor in your movie? <laughs> yeah. I guess that could be kind of cool if you wrote a movie and they're like, by the way, you just got Thor for it. I mean, the beginning yeah. could just be them dropping him off and then they do their thing. <laughs> and then they make Thor Thor uh, 4. Yeah. yeah. So, Nikki, what is your, uh, what's your, uh, you had a whole, whole thing. My Guardians 3 theory. Yes. So, at the end of Guardians 2, we know that, like, Adam Warlock is going to, you know, be a player in this next movie. So, I think this Aisha chick, the gold one, you know, sends Adam Warlock out to hunt down the, yeah, sends Adam Warlock out to hunt down the Guardians, like, for revenge, but, like, she doesn't know that Gamora is not the same Gamora. So, like, you know, she has essentially a bounty out on all of them. So this Adam Warlock character is going to be hunting down Gamora. So the Guardians, like, are going to have to, like, help her out. Like, and that's how they're going to become Ooh. reconnected again because they're both being hunted down by the same thing. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Adam Gamora Warlock would be interesting yeah. because... I believe he's like a good guy in the comics, isn't he? In yeah, the comics, I'm, he's like, the one who fixes everything in the Infinity War, Infinity Gauntlet, really. Right. So that'll be interesting to see what his sort of his character arc is, and I think James. Gunn's I can see that guy. being one of those characters where like she created him for a reason, but like, and he's like initially fulfilling that purpose, but then he kind of eventually starts to pick up on what's good and bad, and yeah. might end up, you know, making good choices in the end. The Sovereign are still so mad about those uh, Harbulary batteries. Yeah, they're pretty pissed about it. Harbulary batteries. They're called Arbulary batteries. No, they're not. <laughs> what are these called? So Anulex batteries. Harbulary batteries. <laughs> the, what um, Batista breaks to that role is, is so well, good. And mm-hmm. so, you know, um, at this point, I'm like, okay. We got Tony. We got the rest of them. Where's my man Cap at? And so we go, and Cap has the suit on, and he's going to go back and return the stones. And, um, you know, he goes back, and then... He said, well, he says goodbye to Bucky, and Bucky says, I'm going to miss you, man. Bucky knows. doesn't sound... Bucky Bucky fucking knows, dude. That's his buddy, his Bucky. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, he knows. That's his brother. You know, and uh, <laughs> they're like, "What are you talking about? He's gonna be gone for five seconds." Then when he doesn't come back, and they're like, "Where is he?" And like everyone's panicking except Bucky. Bucky looks and like, and then Sam. Sam looks over and he's like, "Go ahead." Um. Yeah, know, because uh, Bucky although, doesn't have anything else to say to him. No, they already have their goodbye. What, this is what, for Sam. Because doesn't he say to him? He says that don't get in too much trouble, which is what he says to him in the first cap. When mm-hmm. Bucky leaves for war, that's what Don't Cap do anything says to him. stupid. Yeah, or whatever You're it taking, is. He says, how, how could I do anything him. stupid? You're taking it with you. Yeah, so he says, like, something along the lines of that. So then you go over and you're like, oh, man. And so at this point, I know what's coming. 
Well, I have an idea of what's coming. And as I brought up before about former intern Kate, that upset her more than anything when he didn't get his dance. And I see it. That, like, killed her for a while. Yeah. Like, and then every time there's a cat movie, they talk about her. And it kills her again. And so at this point, I'm like, oh, shit. Cap's going to be older. There, there's going to be something here. And the poor girl's already in tears over everything else. So I love mm-hmm. when he goes and he sits with them and they have the little conversation. And he, you know, he, he gives him the shield. Gives him the shield. And he's like, how does it feel? He's like, like somebody else's. And he's like, well, it's not. You know, he, he has the wedding. Did I try? On. Right. I figured I'd try that life that Tony kept telling me to get. Yeah. And so he sees, you see the ring on him. And he's like, you want me to tell you about her? You know, you going to tell us about her? And he's like, nope. No, I'm not. And when the ring came out, I looked over at Kate. And I was like, this is, we have like, there's, we need, like, someone call the ambulance. <laughs> and when it flashed back and you saw the old cars in the house and the music, and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's going to get his dance. She might just, like, she literally started turning he into dust. He is going to get her dance. Like, and it happened, and I, I was, I remember watching, and you know what, I was so happy because I liked that it was fulfilling because I know it was a big part of the character. But also mm-hmm. it was something that was so big to, like, Kate, like, watching these movies. And, like, she looked up at me with, like, these – her big green teary eyes. And it was, like, a happy – but at the same time it was, like, why do these movies always make me cry type – same thing. Yeah. So I I love that part of it. Yeah, it's, like, the last shot of it too. Yeah. And it's 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 cool. I mean, like, um, the, the screenwriters for – this movie, uh, was it Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely? They, the movies they've written are, and they wrote Infinity War, they wrote Civil War, they wrote Thor The Dark World, and the first Avenger. That was their first movie, was Cap 1. So they have a real idea of what this character is. Yeah, they got to bring and, them around. Yeah. So, you know, that was, I, I really like that, and like, um, that's that's where we we end off right there, right? Yeah, yeah. They kiss, and then that's that's the movie. Hmm. Feels something else I'll say is like you know a lot of people were being like, oh, I can't believe there were no after credit scenes. Yeah, I right. feel no, like I didn't this, want after the scene. Scenes. No, but the scene with Thor on the Guardian ship and that last scene with Captain America, those were after credit scenes. Yeah, I get it. But yeah. they just happened before right. the credits. Yeah, right. yeah, I, I get you. Yeah. The, the, um, I, I, this would have felt weird if there was, I don't know, I didn't want yeah. after credits. But yeah, like the type it's... of content of those two scenes was like the yeah, same kind of sure. vibe that you get from the after credit scenes. But it was just and, too yeah. important to not be in the movie. Yeah. What I will say is post credit scenes are supposed to be scenes that for movies you're looking forward to, but they want to really make you th- feel that it's this is the cul- this is the end of the culmination of you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This so. is the uh, yeah the the infinity chapter is. And they they literally sign their signatures on it immediately after that with the oh. beginning of the credits. Which was, that was so cool. That yeah. was great. You know they do it like the the place went like it kept they got gradually louder, and then once it did Chris Evans it got really loud and then erupted. Yeah the um. Oh. Now, now we talked about there being like time travel stuff, issues, 
whatever you want to call them. I mean, it's time travel. It's not. It's like not fucking real. It's like complaining about the way yeah. a, a unicorn looks. It's like it's made too up. horny. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like unicorns don't look like that. What the fuck do you mean? That's how I drew it. So that's how it looks because it doesn't exist. Um, but uh, I know that was a like ridiculous way to try to compare the two things. It worked <laughs> somehow. Um, yeah. So. And I think it was an interview with the Russo brothers who said something. You know, they were like, oh, well, uh, that whole cap scene at the end doesn't follow along with anything that happened because he couldn't put everything back in the right timeline with the stones because if he didn't come back through here. And they're like, no, no, the question is, I think it's like, what timeline did he come from? Right. So the thing, I've that, that was the one criticism that I saw. It was like, people were like, oh, cap his duty. I was like, Cap is not abandoning his duty. He's going back, staying in this timeline. He knows that his frozen version is going to be lifted from the ice, do all the stuff he needs to do. Yeah, so that, that's what life. they were kind of like, is like, you're worrying about the wrong thing. You're worrying, it's, you're worried, you, yeah. you know, stop, you know, it's like, oh, no, no, this is a hole. And that's where those articles were mostly talking about. It was, no, 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 that could work if he brought the stones back and then... I, I can't – it's time travel. I can't even begin to try and, like, grasp it. Right. But it was one of those things where it's like, no, no, you got to look at how this would be possible because with even within these rules, it is possible. Yeah, like him living his life with Peggy Carter happens after all of the stuff he did. Yes. Like the cat back in time It doesn't undo saved. anything. Right, exactly, which the movie brought up, which is very important because, like, yeah, like that cap – saved everything like he like they saved the universe and then he went back in time and lived out his life after the fact like it doesn't change what ha ended up it doesn't change in the past doesn't alter that future and that's the huge point that they were trying to drive forward with their take on time travel is that and even thanos says at one point like they're not trying to change something in their past like, they're trying to change something that I do in the future. Right. Or they're trying to fix something. It's not... They're not changing anything. They're fixing it. Nebula would have died immediately after shooting other Nebula if that yeah. was the case. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's, uh... It's quite the quite the motion picture. Final consensus, this movie fucks. <laughs> Well, that's yes. what so, that, so, so here's the one the one Pound article from pounds. this one article from Polygon is like okay, um, the, like you know how time travel logic plays out in Endgame. Um, so it says, did Steve Rogers really live out his days with Peggy? Yes, it looks like from his age that Steve stayed with Peggy after returning the stones. It says, wait, didn't we see a photo of Peggy with kids? Were those Steve kids? Yes. They had kids. No, they were not Steve's. They were her other husbands who Steve rescued during the war. This still happened, just not in our reality, since the story we saw from Steve's perspective is linear and includes Peggy's photographs of her children. But then this also goes to say, so there are two Captain Americas alive in the 2010s. This one says, yes, one is old and had a full life with Peggy. One gets pulled out of the ice having lost Peggy. One inevitably becomes the other, but they both exist. That makes sense. Yeah. 
you know, it's like, yeah. It's, it makes as much sense as something as fake as time travel could. Yes. Yeah. So and I think um, that's like people are nitpicking. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So I'm, I'm fine with that. But then it was also, you know, which that led to, okay, the Winter Soldier and Falcon or, or the new Captain America, I guess, you know, they have a show coming out on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, you know, some of the questions were, you know, these these are you know one of the only people that have a show coming that can deal with after the events of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Loki's in a funky situation. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Hawkeye, Hawkeye could, but it was um, Hawkeye could. You know, the, the title Falcon and the Winter Soldier it seems likely to change to accommodate Sam's new moniker. Sam has been Captain America in the comics before. Blah 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 blah. But you know, I also and so was Bucky. They both yeah, they so both they could have done either way with that. But you know, it was one of the things people where... were mad that it was Sam and not Bucky. No, it should have been Sam. Sam, it's fine. It makes sense for Sam to be it. Also, the shield goes on your left arm, and Bucky's left arm is metal. Yeah, the the um. Plus, Winter Soldier is cooler than Falcon, so I'm glad that facts like we don't have to look. That's pretty much what it boils down to. We don't have to look to. at Falcon anymore. You don't need yeah. Falcon anymore. Also, I like Falcon. I, I, I think the thing's cool. But, what, but like that whole the whole thing of you know it's almost like oh what'd you dress up as? It was it was like that Falcon. That show like there's that show could deal with, I guess dealing with everything while Cap was in the alternate timeline or what timeline he was. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it could deal with because Bucky knows something. I don't know how Bucky knows it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like Bucky's, it could it could yeah. deal with that kind of how did Cap end up in where he ended up? Yeah. Which you could do without Cap, I think. You could yeah. do it without Steve Rogers. So that will conclude the first part of our Avengers Endgame special. The second part will be more Endgame talk and also all five of our rankings of the films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.